Liam Riordan, barrier three. She was uh, she was good on debut. She's only had the run uh, one run. Lady Shalar, and uh, she was a second there. Hit the line hard from a wide draw. Went back and hit the line. So the better draw. Yeah, she's short enough there, Lady Shalar. But looks the absolute good thing there at uh, at Yarra Valley. Thank you, Mark. And that's uh, that's a bit of a look at racing at Mooney Valley today. Look, just a, a bit of a reminder for behind the gates. We'll have Brad Davidson and Darren Flindell. Always a bit of robust conversation. Hurls will be back. And we'll, we'll talk about this uh, Expressway Stakes program. We, we can go race by race. We bounce around the races. But the text line is always open here. It's uh, 0419 767 So uh, you can join the conversation anytime. We'll get going probably around about 10 o'clock or a bit after for the Behind the Gates segment. And we'll have a dip at the multi again. Just hasn't been going our way in recent weeks, but... We will uh, stump up again, and if you'd like to play the Behind the Gates multi, we'd uh, we'd love to have you join us, and we'll reveal those horses that are around about a quarter to 11. Again, this week, it looks straightforward. The horses the guys have gone for, you can, you know, they're, um, they're all pretty well favoured, so we'll see what kind of dividend the tab want to give us as well. So 0419-767-272. Short break here on Racing HQ Saturday on the... Other side, we hear from Michael Maxworthy. He's done the form for Sunshine Coast Cup Day. Since the start of 2016, English Classic graduates have won races such as the Everest, Melbourne Cup, Golden Slipper, Blue Diamond, Randwick Dinnies and Lightning Stakes. The 2023 Classic Catalogue available now at english.com.au. Sale at Riverside, February 12 to 14. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation? But he holds it from the bunker. At Drummond Golf, we get it. That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply. Hello, Frank Walker from National Times. Frank, you've been advertising on radio for over 25 years now. Yep, radio has built the National Tiles brand. Why has it been so effective? Well, radio builds trust. They trust our brand. It's helped make us the largest family-owned tile company in Australia. Lifetime guarantee. Frank, you had me at hello. <laughs> That's the power of radio, Grace. Discover the unlimited ways radio can build trust in your brand at commercialradio.com.au. Radio Unlimited. When you think about Aussie summer, what do you think of first? Rain. No, Mum. It's big, noisy and right in front of you. Oh, you mean you? No, Mum. The Bingley Summer Sale. It's on now, store-wide. Yes, with special deals for back to school and back to uni. And back to work. Now you should get back to work. I have to do some summer-related activities to get into the zone. No, you don't. The Bingley Summer Sale. This week only. Bingley. Better living every day. If you want to experience the best racing action in the heart of Australia, Alice Springs Thoroughbreds is your number one destination. Get your team together and head to Pioneer Park for the very best that the Red Centre has to offer. Territory Racing, be part of it. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. <laughs> 
best odds on races 1 to 6 at Rose Hill, Mooney Valley and the Sunshine Coast. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's on website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Always thought owning a racehorse was too expensive? It doesn't have to be. Patriot Bloodstock offers racehorse shares for syndication at an affordable entry-level price point with fixed-price training fees. Our horses are country-trained, and whether your horse wins at Wagga or Randwick, the thrill is the same. We've had great success sourcing quality horses that won't send you broke, and we love first-time owners. Check out what's available at www.patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence number 3369. Dixon Homes thanks Premier Palaszczuk as you can offset mortgage repayments by building and renting a secondary dwelling. Buy before accessibility and energy rules increase costs. Dixonhomes.com.au Since 1959, debt free, quality assured. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Crash cracks on the line. G'day, Rain Dean. Crash, can I put you on the spot? I hope I'm not being unfair here. How many players on the field in Cape Town do you think knew about the tampering? Totally fair question, Dino, and I'm not offended to be asked it. The answer is I don't know. I've always suspected that many more knew. The prime reason is simply this. If there had been a player taking illegal drugs, only he would have known about it. If there was a player taking money from a corrupt bookmaker, only he would have known about it. But ball tampering was something every team did. Ball tampering was not something you kept secret in the dressing room. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Sunday mornings on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. Interstate Form Preview. Brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Don't forget our Behind the Gate segment coming up 0419-767-272. Keen to hear uh, what the guys are saying about the Expressway Stakes meeting today. Um, I'm sure... Uh, Brad will have his uh, his thoughts on the two-year-olds as well as I think Darren's going for a little upset there. Red resistance to beat King's Gambit. The market would say it is an upset, but we know at this time of year they are they are two real superpowers as far as the two-year-olds go, the Snowdens and Tullock Lodge, and they will go head-to-head in today's Canterbury. Uh, sorry, I've been texting the wrong station. Can you please tell me why the tab app isn't in market order. It's all over the place. Okay, thank you for that feedback. We'll um, we'll get that through to uh, the tab app uh, tab app technicians and find out why uh, that's not in market order. Anyway, uh, thank you for that text. We'll try and get on the on the job for you there. So yeah, it's all about uh, Rosehill uh, Rosehill Gardens in many respects. If you haven't been to the races for a while, get out there, have a bit of a look. It's a it's a first taste of some really good horses. Uh, coming back, uh, might even have a quick look at the market for the main race today. It is the Expressway Stakes and just see where the money is at the moment. So, look, Golden Mile is a dominant $2 favourite now. Clear favourite Golden Mile, $2 fixed with the tab, tab number nine. Number four, Forbidden Love is there at $3.70. Maria Mia pretty solid in the market as well. $4.60, a bit of a race fitness on her side for sure. And likewise, Pizarro, he never runs a bad race and he's there as a $7.50 chance. Nicolini Vito probably forgotten about there for a minor placing. 
$23 for Nicolini Vito. And if he was running was to run into the placings, you wouldn't be totally shocked either. Uh, a quick look at the, uh, the market for the Canterbury Stakes and King's Gambit. $1.35. Red Resistance, $5. Gee, King's Gambit. I, I thought Red Resistance might be shorter than that uh, at this time. We'll, we'll see what happens. A, a lot to happen. We'll see whether where the money comes uh, in the next little while, but surely King's Gambit um, gets out of that price. Anyway, um, we'll all know uh, over the next few hours that Witten Stakes is, is a ripper for the Phillies today as well. Uh, the Sunshine Coast are racing today. It's Cup Day. Good program. Michael Maxworthy's done the form. is with us as always on a Saturday morning. Michael, good morning to you. Good morning, Richard. Yes, it's weather fine, track good. Um, partly cloudy, they are tipping maybe a shower or two, but uh, to start with today, everything is perfect, uh, Richard. And it's a good card today. We've got a few short price favourites. So um, let's hope we find a few winners. Let's dive in, shall we? Two-year-olds start the day. Two-year-olds over the 1,200 metres. And um, number one, Mashani Raider is your favourite here. $3.30. Number three, Trifling in the mix at three forty. We get to number four, uh, Aristella, who ran a good race in the maiden there the other day at four eighty. Uh, Adelaide resumes here, $5. You'd imagine yard watches for number eight. Lucky Lenny on debut, $9.00. And Sarah Red at $15, but it's the Mashani horse. Mashani Raider, your favourite for race one. Yeah, there, there's been plenty of support for Trifling, who could um, eventually go favourite over Mashani Raider. Mashani Raider has had five starts, five placings. He's yet to, to get there, although he got into a bumping duel last Sunday. Might have put him off balance a little bit, and he was only nosed out of it. So it's a quick backup Sunday to Saturday for Mashani Raider. I'm looking at that big maiden at the Gold Coast, um, uh, that uh, the debut uh, for number four, Aristella. She trialled very well, and as we know, uh, the debut was run in very, very um, terrible conditions. It was raining heavy. It was a heavy 10 for those horses having their first starts. She didn't like it one little bit. But noticeably late, when he got her to the outside, she was warming up, going through the line quite strongly. So totally different set of circumstances for Aristilla today. Happy to put her in on top of number one, Mashani Raider, with all those placings. Gets the gun run. Uh, he is hard to beat. Three trifling has been running on strongly. And number two, Adelaide. Four, one, three, two. Race two is a benchmark 85 at the 2,400 metres. Number two, first in line, is $2.60 and your favourite. Number one, Greek Hero, 310. Three, Hostage of War, 550. Number four, Tappy's Lab, a $6.50 chance. And number five, A Deal of Humour. Uh, $8, bigger odds the remainder, but first in line, the market says it's his race today, a 260 favourite. Yeah, I think it's between him and Greg Hero, the uh, New South Wales visitors. So just given the edge to first in line, he's only had four runs back, possibly, um, you know, still on an upward spiral, and he finds the right race today here in Queensland, a benchmark 85. And he'll stay all day. He's one up to 2,800 metres. And the fact that he's got a two kilo weight advantage over Greek Hero gives me a little bit more confidence. So I think on the big track here, 2,400, perfect for first in line. Greek Hero has placed over 2,400 in the past. He's He's been a beauty, this fellow. He's done countless trips up and down the Pacific Highway. And wherever he goes, he runs well. He was sort of 
on the rails in the Irish legend race at Rose Hill last start. Didn't have a lot of room, but he still worked to the line strongly. I'm just concerned about the 59 over the 2400. So I'm going two first in line to beat one Greek hero, place chances to five the deal of humour, and number four, Cappy's Lad. Race three, no Metro win at the sunny coast over the mile. Number two, Sailor, looking for three wins on the trot. $2.30 favourite. Number nine, very intoxicating, $4.40. Eight, Finchiel is a $5 chance. Number three, Lucky Exchange is $6.50. But can Sailor keep on winning here, Maxi, in race three? He can. He's loving life uh, up here. He's only had the four starts. Um, very good at his first run here. And then he ran eighth at Eagle Farm. He just had far too much to do, but still hit the line hard. And then his next two wins at Eagle Farm and Durban have been solid. It doesn't look to be a lot of tempo here. He might have to go forward like he did two ago when winning at Eagle Farm. Um, and he's just getting up to 59 kilos where it hurts a little bit. So, look, he can for sure make it three wins on the trot. But I'm going to side with number eight, Finn Seal, here at about the $5.00. He's only got 53, so a six-kilo weight pull. Uh, he was very good last start. The problem with uh, Finn's gear is that he, he misses the kick. He was slowly out of the gates two ago and then slowly out of the gates last start, but still managed to win and win with plenty of authority. Uh, Chris Munz has decided to take the barrier blanket off today, hoping he jumps better. Now, it's only a smallish field. Even if he's, he dawdles out and is back last, I still think he can round these up and win. So number eight, Finn Shield to beat the two, the, the form horse sailor. Number six, Rose of Dewport, the number five, Danezel, 8265. Got a race four at the Sunshine Coast, class three, 1,400 metres. And uh, this, uh, not much between these two horses. It hasn't been since the betting open. 12, Atlantic Eagle, a trial horse for Brody earlier at $2.70. Number 15, Love Sensation, $2.90. Then out to Tranquil Bay, $9. Uh, Demonara uh, is at nine fifty. But Atlantic Eagle and Love Sensation, they're betting with suggest it's just which one you like here yeah they're, they're both um, very very hard to beat I'll be surprised if there's a, another winner I think one of these mares will win this is a, a set weights class three and trainers specifically target these races uh, they're $75,000 class threes and that's what Paul Duncan has done with Atlantic Eagle because she won a month ago but he hasn't raced her since because he's targeted this race he's given her a tick over trial she was okay. She didn't have a side winkers on. But I'm with the 15 here, Love Sensation, for Tony Gollan and Ange Jones. Uh, a little over a year ago in Melbourne, she ran third in a group three, fourth in a group two, fifth in a group two. She was back into a groove by winning this track and distance last start. It was an easy race. She was back to a set weights class one. Like She was thrown in and she blitzed them. I'm just hoping that that indicated that she's back to uh, near her best form. And when you analyse the weights and the ratings and everything here, Love Sensation is favoured by about eight and a half kilos over Atlantic Eagle. And I'm thinking that's the way they'll finish. 15 to win, Love Sensation to beat 12 Atlantic Eagle. Then 10 D Manara, who races handy. And number two, Bold Halo. 15, 12, 10, 2. Race five we go to now at the Sunshine Coast. Three-year-olds, benchmark 72,000 metres. Number one, steady, ready, $1.70. Five, Mouet. Mouet resumes 480. Number two, hard to say, $7. Steady, ready, $1.70 here, Michael. 
Yeah, um, it's a short price, but he, look, he should be at around about that price. Um, he was set for the King of the Mountain back on New Year's Eve, and he ran a terrific race. He ran third there, and this is probably his preferred trip to 1,000 metres. Anyway, having said all of that, I'm going to take the punt on number six here, Alert State. Uh, she, uh, she sort of doesn't know if she's Arthur or Martha at the moment. She's been all over the place with distances and she's been knocked down and things going wrong in races. And I like the fact that she's $10 to win and 360 the place. Now, because there's only seven runners, she needs to run one too. And I think she can. I think uh, the big track here, if these leaders steady, ready and Muet start to feel a pinch a bit towards the end, Alert State will really start to wind up. So I'll go with her at the price, number six, to beat one steady, ready, who looks the leader, could have a bit of pressure from Mouet, putting in two hard to say, who's probably going to just sit behind them here, and then number five, Mouet. But six each way, alert state, one, two, and five. Race six, first leg of the quaddy, we have an open handicap, 1,000 metres, number four, the bopper. Dollar sixty six. Mo's crown resumes five dollars, and then ten dollars about ubiquitous Renlap's gem and simply flies. So a dollar sixty again for number four, the bopper here, Michael. Yeah, well we managed to get three dollars ninety. Well, that's the price that he started two back when he won this track and distance in a very similar race to today. I don't think today is any harder, um, and he won it by four lengths. So many he was the run of the day at the Gold Coast on the Wave Day when just being beaten there by Archer's Paradox, he just couldn't pick her up, but his sectional time was just incredible. So if things pad out for him like I think they will, there'll be good speed here over the 1,000, as there always is. I think he'll get onto the crown and swamp them in the straight. You'll be missed has got a great 1,000-metre record here. She's had 10 goes this track and distance to six wins and three placings. Remlap's gem has been left up here with David Van Dyke now. The pacifiers have been removed. He's just finding it difficult under the big weights. He has earned it, but the 59 could be a little bit of an anchor towards the end, but I'm predicting he can be around the money. And number six, Moe's crown. Lots of gear changes. We had a trial back in October. Obviously, there's been a few problems with him, but there has been a good market move. 4816 in race six. More of an open market for race seven. Three year olds over the mile. Number eight, Porky, four forty. Two, Affogato Girl, five dollars. Three, the Vowels, five fifty. Seven, Diana's Affair, six fifty. Number one, Mashani Spartan, eight dollars, then Red Top, nine dollars. How do you see race seven? I like the nine dollars about Red Top. As you say, it's an open affair. So I've just gone shopping for one that I feel could be a little bit of value. He's pretty tough, this horse. He's at four runs back. You know, they've all been very good. Latest, he finished second behind one of his rivals, Avocado Girl. Um, and that was uh, here at the sunny coast over this distance. Things didn't quite work out for him in the small field. He was back and wide, so he let stride forward around the outside, outside the leader. And I think he battled on strongly under his 58 and a half. Affogato girl a little too strong for him but I think today if Kyle Wilson Taylor can try and get a bit of cover I think he's better with a bit of cover come out late that's his best chance and we get nine dollars to to find out so number four red top to beat to Affogato girl uh, she is a little bit hit and miss but she's sort of got got a rack together recently with a second and a good solid win last start here Bashani Spartan he can win but there's two of him you don't know which one's going to turn up um, and the other one I put in the mix is Tapple Doodle Do number six. Um, he's got solid form lines on a Saturday, 
and he'll run right through the line here. Four, two, one, and six. Race seven, the Sunshine Coast Cup here. Listed race, $150,000, 1,400 metres. Number two, Shalo, a $3.40 favourite. Number one, Tumbler Ridge at four sixty. Five Roman Aureus, seven fifty. And Derulo, number seven, resumes here at, at $9.50. Star of Michelin, a last start winner as well. Michael, how do you see the feature? Yeah, there's, it's tough. There's 1,400 metres at listed level, and we've got six horses first up, including the two class horses, Tumbler Ridge and Shalo. Uh, they're both trialled nicely, but, you know, um, no matter how forward they are, that they, they lack recent tough racing. So it's an assignment for them. And I'm looking at um, a, a tough, seasoned horse in last chance who's had five runs back from a spell. Now, to win a race like this at listed level, he needs it to play out in his favour. And I think it might... I don't see a lot of uh, forward runners here. And in the past, he has been known to go forward and race well. So at the price, I'm backing him each way last chance. And I think he's got a great chance to upset a few of these more favoured runners. Putting in Shalo, number two. She's a five times winner from 16, a, a proper stakes performer. Six of those 16 starts have been in group ones. And she's been working well and, and trialling well at Eagle Farm. Number 15, Renouf. I think this is the right race for her. Um, three runs back have been good. She's capable of figuring in a, in a listed race like this. And then number eight, Star of Michelin. He, he can win it, loves this track and distance. Um, but he's so big, this horse, he's, he misses the kick. He's lethargic out of the gates, and therefore he's got it all to do. But he managed to overcome a bad start last start here and win. They've put the barrier extension on him today, so hopefully he's a little bit more comfortable in the gates, the big guy with the barrier extension. So make sure you put him in all of your exotic bet type star of Michelin. Three, though, each way. The last chance to be 2.15 and 8. Ninth and last at the Sunshine Coast to benchmark 80. And over the 1,200 metres, number nine, Fast Coney is a $2 favourite fixed. A bit more generous the tote, but a lot of betting time remaining. Number five, Perseids at 5.50. Uh, Bundy and Coke, tab 11 at uh, $8. And 14, Charge On is a $9 chance. But the betting says Fast Coney can go and make it back-to-back wins. Yeah, but I wondered whether that was a... Flash in the pan run first up. It was so good. He had a lap on the opposition there at Durban, but um, it wasn't because he had bits and pieces of decent form in Sydney prior to coming up here. He'd had a good break, a good spell, and he had two barrier trial wins prior to that first up win at Durban. So I think he's just in great form right now, Fasconi, and I think he'll win the last easily. He's got barrier one, um, Jimmy Orman can afford to ride him just a little bit patiently. That's the way he likes it. And I think he'll dominate in the home straight, number nine, Fast Coney. Over number 11, Bundy and Coke. I think Fast Coney's got his measure, but he'll run well, Bundy. 14, goes in the picture, charge on. He was very good last start when obliged to race three deep in a really awkward spot, but battled on well for second. Uh, and number five, proceeds, likes it here as he stretches to 1,200 metres, 9, 11, 14 and 5. The better bets today, I think our feature, the Sunshine Coast Cup race, 8, number 3, last chance, around about, I think, $14 and $4 is a good each-way play. And that one in the last of around the $2, I think he's good. That's 9, 9, fast Coney. Good on you, Michael. We'll chat next Saturday. Many thanks.
Okay. Thank you, Richard. Bye-bye. Michael Maxworthy, you'll uh, be able to uh, watch and hear his selections, Michael Maxworthy, on Sky Thoroughbred Central all day, as I think you will with this man, who'll be pretty sure he's off to Newcastle today. Good program to get through. He's done the form, his tips and selections, Gary Harley. G'day, Gaz. Yeah, good morning, Rich. We're driving down the banks of the Hutter on the way. A uh, very hot day. Not as hot in Newcastle. It's about 36 up our way in the Hutter today. But I think they're going to get about 30 or 31 at Newcastle. Uh, the good news is there's been no rain the last day. Big storm. They got on the Central Coast end here. I think it was about last weekend. They got 40 mils here. That would have done the track the world of good. So we're three metres out the entire on a good four, mate. Eight races, back to eight races, and uh, nice program as usual. The Saturday with so many, you know, the Sydney horses from the good stables in here today, as there is each week, and a lot of them rich as you know, progress into the midweek company and some even higher. No doubt. Let's get into let's get into it, Gary. Uh, race one, benchmark sixty-eight over the mile. We're number one, Piraeus, doing some good things here for Richard and Will. Two dollar twenty favourite. Number five, too good to be true. Three dollars, and then number two, Theo Legend, five fifty. Better give you Millamoo at six dollars and Wild Rocket eleven dollars for race one, Gaz. Yeah, Piraeus is absolutely flying for the improvement. Um, he ran fourth at Oxford first up in early December, then he went to Gosford. And they went up double figures. Tab went up 10 or $11. And he halved his price. He was very heavily back. I found him that day, luckily. And due to a gun ride by Colin, he was able to get up and win. So then he goes to Musselbrook for class one. Had 60 on his back for Mitch Bell. And he was a bit too good for them. And then he come to Warren the other day on the short straight. The run was an absolute ripper. He got back about fourth. Uh, in a field of eight. And the winner journalism of Gay and Adrian's goes really good. And this horse flew home along the rail for Brett Treble to get beat half a length. He's got 58 today, but there's only five runners. And you've got a designated leader in B.O. Legion. So I think he's the one to beat. Uh, too good to be true. He's a good track horse. He doesn't like wet. Damien Lane will tell you. He runs second on Christmas Eve over the mile. At Wyoming on the home track. Hit the line good. With three wide, no cover. The run was full of merit. Number five, um, sorry, number two, three, our legion. I had him for second. Always races well on the big track here, and it'll light the Beaumont track that is the leader. Too good to be true for third. And number seven, Millamoo, for Rob Potter coming up from Canberra. One, two, five, and seven. Race two is a midway maiden, 900 metres, set weights. Number eight, Sabuco for Mark Minavini. $2.20 favourite here. First starter, number seven, Al Cobison for Angela Davies. Worth a yard watch for sure at $2.25. They come away from first, Grange. Don't mind this horse, $7.50 and Star Spangled Dancer at $9. But not much of the betting here, guys, between Sabuco and Al Cobison. Yeah, that's how I see it. I'm a Sabuku. Got a lot of talent. Uh, bred by uh, Max Whitby. And Max has stayed in the horse as a partner with uh, Mark Minervini and others. It was a $1.65 favourite when beaten first up here recently. Did have every chance, but Kayla Weir rode it. And she rode it in the trial at Wyong too when it uh, good. And it led around the turn, a couple of horses on it outside here at 900 the other day. And to be quite frank, it was a bit disappointing. Didn't get a bump at the start, and uh, I 
still went through and led. I thought it was entitled to win. However, uh, the run will do at the World of Good. It's in a 900. That's what it wants. It jumps and runs, as we know. And today, the barriers... Hey, well, from the 900, it's a long run to the only turn, the home turn. Well, Kavisa, for our mate, Angela, trial good. Have a run with a trial, whether it can beat Sabuco first up. Uh, I don't know, but as you know, Richie's a very, very good conditioner. Uh, by Kobayashi, this uh, horse, now Kobison, um, three-year-old. I've only got it down for that one trial, and it was pretty impressive. That's why there's not much between them in the betting. Number 10 can run a place. Starts Bengals dancer for Lake Ryan. I was tipping it somewhere. Where was that? It uh, got the two runs back off a trial. It led easily, and gee, it's catapulted in the straight. It'll want to improve. It's been beat out in the bush since. And number five, best of the other first grades for Robert Quinn. Eight, seven, ten, five. Uh, hey, uh, Gary Hurls is... Um uh, doing our tab prices today with, with, with Munns having an extended break and um, <laughs> he says that as soon as Angela Davies' horse went up there at the 340 markets open was heavily backed into 225 so whatever that price was for our KB son they took it pretty early and um, yeah well I knew they were going to uh, uh, the horse has been a big tip for some time after the trial at Ange one of her horses are very heavily backed and probably the owners. It'll run well. It's a matter of which one of the two wins. Good little benchmark. 64 is the third race here, Gaz, over the 18.50. Number three, I Am The Empire, $3.50 favourite. Number five, Songbird Serenade, three eighty. Number nine, Skylon at $4.80. Number four, Oakfield Prince, six fifty. Olympic Gaze and the Maxinator. What do you think, Gaz, for race three? Yeah, I like I Am The Empire. Annabelle Nation won a double... Yesterday with two smart horses at uh, Scone, and she trains this. Now, Carl Hawk is one of the owners in the darky colours, and Carl's uh, wife um, was a partner in uh, Boom Baby, a very promising star who won there yesterday. Lorraine. It's actually yeah, a lady syndicate, and I believe she is heading to the Tasmanian Oaks. Uh, but this one's ready to win. I saw it lead all the way at Scone over... 2200 back in July for Annabelle. A runner got for the other day. Terrific ride from Brett Treble. He settled him down, run about fifth or sixth. He got a magnificent run up in the straight. Thought he was going to win. He ended up getting beat by 0.28 of a length. Um, so he went 1400 first up, 1600, 1850 today. A real good progression. And I think he can win, and Keegan Latham takes a ride. Number two, Olympic Gaze. Good odds. Always capable of winning a race like this on his home track for Paul Perry. Um, he was placed at Warwick Farm two starts back. I think a bit of length and a half that day. Number four, Oakville Prince. Uh, just found the place getters in its last And number five, the Maxinator. But pretty keen on I Am The Empire by Camelot. Three, two, four and five. On to race four. They can leave the barriers there at the 1850 metre mark. A maiden set weight here over the uh, over that journey. Race four, number eight, Bobo Beware, 320. Six Pioneer Lass, 480. Number five, Duma is a $6 chance. Don Quixote at $7.50 and then Preferral, an $8 chance. So Bobo Beware, third up into this for the Richard Lityard. Gaz, your favourite for race four? Yeah, one of four chances in the race. Very open race. I'll put Pioneer Lass on top. 
uh, drawn awkwardly. It's in the match, it's very stable. Run second to Glee Philly, uh, Philly of um, Chris Wallace last start at Wyong. I'll meet about two lengths. Uh, had a nice trial. No excuse, definitely no excuse, but it did beat the others. And uh, I thought, you know, the run was okay. Prior to that at Randwick, only going to beat a length and a half by a more victorious and uh, extra heads that day. And fourth run back, very fit. Uh, as I said, drawn a bit awkward. Mitchell Bell rides. I think he rode two winners yesterday, Mitch. So I think it'll be hard to beat. Juma goes all right, Rich. Number five. Uh, Juma is trained by the Hawks family. And it rings for the Canterbury last start. was beaten less than a length. It led and was run down late over the 1900 there on a good four. Part of that on this, that Newcastle on this track, uh, and run second, uh, beat the three quarters of a length. Prior to that, so the horse is in four, it goes forward. Number two, Don Quixote, the definite chance in the race. Uh, it's had two runs back this time in, run third of the Beaumont, uh, the Beaufort track, or the Beaumont track, I'm getting them mixed up. And then uh, went all right the other day, and the favourite, it's got a big O2, Bobo Beware, for Richard Lynn. It runs second, uh, second run up recently. And uh, that was at Musselbrook behind Deal Emperor. Got back midfield. It uh, was pretty good the last 200. It'll appreciate the trip here. Six, five, two and eight. Race five, benchmark 64, 1,400 metres. Number one, Harlem Groove, $2.40 fixed favourite. Number two, Rockstar Boy at $3. Uh, Lingui going really well. Just wants to break through here for Kim War, $4. Straya Pride, number three, at $8. Gaz, who are you with for the first leg of the quaddy? I'm with Harlem Groove, being heavily back with Tab. Went up 290. I think you said it's 240 now in the Perry Stable. Put the riding on the wall with a fast finishing third here on the big track beyond cheerful legend last start. Um, during the run, Keegan wrote it and uh, he rides again today. Barrier one's goal two in this. And he, on that race, settled about fifth, second up. And um, he chased good in the straight and the winner had a big break up on the straight. This horse made up really good ground here to hit the ground, hit the line good to get that half a length. I think it's got a great OP here. Rockstar boy for Ann Stavies. Gets back. Is a back marker, but it's very strong late. It's only run fifth at last two at Canberra and on the uh, Beaumont track, but it was a good winner here one day. And Ellen Hennessy rides. Uh, number five, as you said, Lingui is going really good for Kim. A win in two seconds at last four. Uh, Lewis German, uh, he was riding in Victoria, of course. He, I was talking to him the other day at Wire. He's settled in at Hawkesbury, getting a lot of rides around our provincials. He's aboard. And number three, Australia Pride. One, two, five, and three. Race six, the Australian Bloodstock Maiden going over the 1,300 metres. Number three, Show No Compassion. Again, the Richard Litt Stable with a couple of favourites here. $2.30. Seven, Oakfield Paperbark at $3.90. Nosy Parker resumes here at $4.40, as does number 11, Milk and Honey. Quite like her. Bit of a yard watch at $5.50. But Show No Compassion, your favourite for race six. Yeah, another tough race. I've got all four of the quaddy. Three show no compassion for Richard Litt. Love the run last start. And uh, that was... Um, just looking for it now, Rich. Having trouble finding it. But uh, 
is your is your, dr- is, is, your, is, your dri- is your driver going a little bit too quickly about uh, over racing? He's never ever lost a point, so I'm trying to avoid it, Rich. <laughs> oh, you, we, gone, you are gone, you are a tough marker when it comes to your driver. Well, we've gone from one extreme <laughs> to the other. <laughs> He's driving today, so that keeps me away from the the men in blue. If you know what I mean. Know what you mean. Know what you mean. Just don't just just don't drive up that Hunter Expressway the wrong way like some have done over the past week yeah, or two. Yeah, I noticed that in the uh, news the other night. What about that? That's a good idea. <laughs> Depends if you value your life or not. Show <laughs> <laughs> no compassion. Run second at Kimmel the other day for Richard left behind IQ. I'm going to beat a length. Was way back, very wide, straight. He wanted to lay in between the 200 and 100. I know it had every hope, and gee, it ran on well. The big straight here will certainly suit it. Number seven, Oakfield Paperback has run a couple of placings lately for Christian uh, Buchanan. Is going well, no doubt. And both of his runs, one at Newcastle and one on the Beaumont track. Won't be far off the lead during the run. Number five, Nosy Parker. He rich was a good horse years ago. Called Nosy Parker. Mm. All Perry trains uh, this one. Going all right, this horse. It'll run well. It's had two trials lately. Trial well both times. Hasn't run since July, since it was only beaten two lengths. And number 11, Milk and Honey. Um, look, both runs, it hasn't done much. But it's in the stable that's flying Brad Widder and Alicia. He ran a winner yesterday. He's going really good. So just for insurance, I threw it into the quality. 3, 7, 5 and 11. Race 7, Newcastle today. The NZB Maiden. Set weights 1,500 metres. And number 6, Kapakiri resumes here. Quite like this horse. Promising. 2.25. Number 5, Competition, $4. And Vincetta. She's there at $7.50. So, uh, maybe some emerging types here, guys, in race 7. Yeah, leg of the quality, of course. Um, look, Rich, I think I think it's a match race. And both these horses, one with James Cummings and one with Chris Waller, both of them guys just turned the page. Um, particularly competition, he gets way back. Gets back near last in all its runs. The other horse, uh, not so far back. It's a midfield horse normally, Kapakiri. Now, at the value, I'm tipping competition for Godolphin. Last start one, it was an incredible run uh, for a mate. It was their last in a field of, um, how many runners? 13. It was 12 lengths off the lead at the 600 around Wild, mind you. Short, straight, tight track. All home to get beat a length. God, it was a run beyond Bucks Party. Prior to that unsuitable 1,200 on the Beaumont, hit the line hard from last. Now, back in August, it was unlucky when it got beat a length and a half here by Daytona at Newcastle when it ran second. It's got a love, it'll motor home down this long straight. Got a good barrier in Kobe Jennings. Now, Kapakiri gets the blinkers today, and that could be the key. I might have went the wrong way here, but uh, I'm sure one of them will win. Lovely trial on the 12th of January at Rose Hill, quite trial. Courtney Ferris rode it, went to the line, hands and heels. Get beat two and a half beyond Ravoli Star. Hasn't raced since October. Run second at Flemington, beat the length of three quarters to Mr. Maestro, a black type winner on a heavy track back in September, and ran second at Hawkesbury prior to that. I've only put the two of them in the 
Oh, no, I haven't thrown another one into the potty. I had to beat six. Fourteen's the other one. Vin Setter. Chris Wallace, stable mate. I reckon it goes all right. And number ten, uh, ring, ring a cheek guy is another one of Chris's. I had it in for fourth, but I tipped it the other day at Gosford. Gee, it went backwards in the straight. It won't improve a bit on that. The trouble lose, but. 5, 6, 14 and 10. Race 8, Gaz, the last of the day at Newcastle. Benchmark 68, 1,200 metres. Number 4, Reva Brook, 340. 7, Reggie's Boy, 370. 11, Our Boy, Ollie, 420. Then out to the Storm in Me for Timmy McIntosh. For Race 8, Gaz. Yeah, look, I'm keen on Reggie's Boy. Another one for Angela Davies. You've got three good chances today, Ange. Uh, it's a backmarker, Rich, and that's why it's been placed and coming from way back its last two runs around the tide of track at Gosford. It's going to have a long straight to wind up today. It's never raced on the course proper at Newcastle. At those two runs, it's, this prep is all that it's had, and it's flew home both times at Gosford. Uh, got beat two and a half lengths and two lengths in those races. Got held up last start. Uh, Brett Trimble giving a lovely run back fourth or fifth on the rail, but a leader or the winner kicked away in the straight, and by the time Reggie's got into the clear, the bird had flown. Riverbrook loves a firm track, run third, first up. It'll be hard to beat. Connell have it ready to fire. I remember it winning here last prep. Number 11, our boy Ollie. Michelle Fleming went good in the highway recently. Number one, Oakfield Twilight. Seven, four, 11, and one. Uh, the best bet, I've got a tip for Carl Holt horse is the best bet. I am the Empire, which would be race three, number three, and the Quaddy, eight races today, we're back to eight, race five, one, two and five, three, seven, five, eleven, race seven, five, six and fourteen, race eight, seven, four, eleven. Just arriving at the track, got a cloud in the sky, on the, uh, a good four, and hopefully, Rich, a few winners. Good on you, Gaz. Have a good day. See you, mate. Gary Harley, all the tips and selections, they'll back up for the Beaumont uh, track. Uh, I suppose an old Cessnock meeting, wine country racing there on Monday. Racing HQ Saturday, we're about to get stuck into behind the gates. Uh, text lines open, a few texts coming through. Someone texting, is that an egg and bacon roll? Uh, yes, it was next to me. It was actually a Macca's, um, it was a sausage and egg muffin, if we're being real about it. So uh, that went down a treat between eight and nine. Thank you for uh, for that. So the text line open zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. A break. Back with Darren Flindell, Brad Davison, and Andrew Hurley. We'll get stuck into behind the gates. A wise man once said, "You never find it hard to meet expenses. They're everywhere. A bottle of Windy Peak is not expensive, and it's easy to find. Windy Peak wine by De Bortoli. It's." everywhere. Here's the traffic. The next Scarly January sale ends tomorrow. Last chance to save up to half price off a huge range of quality furniture. Visit your local Nick Scarly showroom or shop online. Hurry, sale ends tomorrow. Royal National Park, expect delays over this weekend on McKell Avenue and Farnell Avenue. Badgerish Creek works till 7pm on Elizabeth Drive, affecting both ways between Ludnam Road and Badgerish Creek Road, 40k in our zone.
You could win a trip to the FIFA Women's World Cup final with Coca-Cola, plus daily match tickets or Coca-Cola merchandise. Look for specially marked packs to enter. T's and C's apply. I'm Luke Jamay, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. Mum, when you think about Aussie summer, what do you think of first? Rain. No, Mum, it's big, noisy and right in front of you. Oh, you mean you? No, Mum, the Bingley Summer Sale. It's on now, store-wide. Yes, with special deals for back to school and back to uni. And back to work. Now you should get back to work. I have to do some summer-related activities to get into the zone. No, you don't. The Bingley Summer Sale. This week only. Bingley, better living every day. The typical Aussie way of cooking meat is if it looks cooked, it probably is cooked, right? Wrong. When cooking meat, it's all about bringing the right amount of heat, especially if you want to avoid food poisoning. And the easiest way to check that meat is perfectly and safely cooked is to use a meat thermometer. To check the safe temperature for whatever kind of meat you're cooking, just head to the Food Safety website. That's foodsafety.asn.au. A message from the Food Safety Information Council. Hello, Frank Walker from National Times. Frank, you've been advertising on radio for over 25 years now. Yep, radio has built the National Tiles brand. Why has it been so effective? Well, radio builds trust. They trust our brand. It's helped make us the largest family-owned tile company in Australia. Your lifetime guarantee. Frank, you had me at hello. <laughs> That's the power of radio, Grace. Discover the unlimited ways radio can build trust in your brand at commercialradio.com.au. Radio Unlimited. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh, yeah. Looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see your local expert at Drummond Golf. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Bet fixed odds on races one to six at Rose Hill, Mooney Valley and the Sunshine Coast. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers help 1-800-858-858. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to Racing HQ Saturday. Welcome to Behind the Gates over the course of the next 45 minutes or so. A bit of a roundtable discussion about today's Expressway Stakes meeting. So get involved. The text line is open, 0419767272. The texts are coming in thick and fast. People uh, wanting to know about various horses, who they like, who they don't like too much. And I'm sure the guys are about to talk to have an opinion on all things. Don't know where to start. Let's get about race calls today. He's going to be calling some quality Bloodstock home today. Speak of Darren Flindell. G'day, Darren. Yeah, g'day, Rich. I have to say I'm really looking forward to today's card at Rose Hill. Hopefully it'll be a profitable one, but always exciting when we get to this stage now um, with the two-year-old races because today really is the fork in the road uh, to see if King's Gambit is the real deal 
or if red resistance can lead and, and hold it off in the Canterbury, a small field there. But I'm very excited by the, the Phillies race. I've been waiting a long time uh, for learning to fly uh, to be produced at the races. I think she is something fairly special, learning to fly. So I'm going to watch her with great interest today. Perfect propos proposal trial well. Steel City's run well. I think the Witten Stakes shapes up as a very competitive lineup. And then uh, the Expressway Stakes. Can Forbidden Love capture some of that old form where she was just touched off in the race last year? Or will Golden Mile resume and go to the next level? Or uh, will John O'Shea pull off a masterful stroke, run Pizarro out of his grade, and win the race. Uh, very, very uh, entertaining day's racing coming up, I feel. Yeah, tend to agree. It's uh, it's the kind of day that you can sit there in Sky Racing 1 and talk about all these good horses going around. Brad Davidson will be doing that. Hello, Davo. Yeah, morning, guys. Morning, uh, Daz, Earls and uh, Hainsy. Yep, looking forward to today. I echo those thoughts. It's an intriguing day and uh, a lot of a lot of questions to be to be answered, but uh, I just hope the the bookies uh, can find a, a hole in King's Gambit and just push him out a little bit because I just want to. What is he? A dollar thirty-five. I'd love a dollar forty, and if we can get to there, I, I think that's uh, yeah, that's a good bet. He's just uh, I think he's got about four lengths, three lengths on him maybe. Um, but uh, we'll wait and see how that plays out. But uh, yeah, look, he's at a good things price, but I expect him to justify. His, golden slipper favouritism today and um, yeah, it's stamp himself as the, the top two year old in the country. Okay, back after the Sydney form, he's joining us as he does for Behind the Gates, Andrew Hurley. Uh, Hurls, welcome back. Well, thanks very much, Richard. Morning, uh, Brad. Morning, uh, Richard. And also, Darren, we could have got $1.40 half an hour ago, Brad. Uh, now back into $1.35. It's bounced around that price since the market opened. 10000 taken at $1.40 on Thursday, 5000 yesterday. And it holds twice as much as King's, uh, as Red Resistance, I beg your pardon. Um, but yeah, it might touch a dollar forty again. But um, yeah, one thirty-five. I couldn't see it starting shorter than that. Put it that way. Rightio. Let's. Uh, we, might, we might get some uh, a bit of an opinion out of the way first, and uh, we cop all sorts of positive and not so positive comments here, and that's fine. The fact is said, morning boys, the behind the gates mouldy under extreme pressures today have been woeful for a couple of months. Thank Ooh. you. The fact that you don't need to tell us that we we required a bounce back had a great run there for a while, but that's old form. That is old form. So we'll look to get back into it today. There was a comment there. Uh, this texter might be thinking about the wrong multi. Morning, fellow. Morning, good morning, fellow equine investors. Nice start. <laughs> Just a suggestion: the behind the gates multi seems to have suffered its slide with the absence of Glenn Munsey. Um, I'm still a oh. big. I'm a big supporter of the behind the gates multi with a hopeful hard blue bag. Well, blue it's bag. I can, I, can, I can tell you, I can't remember Glenn Munsey appearing on this multi. No, he hasn't. I'll tell you how well Munsey's going. Uh, on holidays, he's down there in Adelaide. He thought the races were on at Victoria Park today. Oh, no. <laughs> taking photos and all sorts yeah. of stuff. Goodness me. He's, uh, he's clearly bored, Glenn. He wants to uh, get, uh, get back to it. But we have a couple of questions here, Hurls. We might, again, we bounce around these races. Race four has sparked a bit of interest here, Hurls. I might grab a market, please, for race four, then uh, tidy up a couple of questions and thoughts on this race, please. All right, the Lassophile is the favourite. It's been 340 to 350 today. Now, 
excuse me, worthily, they went up $8 on Wednesday afternoon. It's four forty and solid today, four eighty to $5, back to four eighty. tip of the spear. And then we've got Secret Glamour, seven fifty to 8 First light's been back today. It's $11 into $8. Bit of a change since we spoke uh, between 8 and 9 this morning with a number of these markets, um, Rich. But uh, Philosophile holds oh, yeah, most of the money, but, yeah, worthily, Overall, uh, so let, let me go again. Overall, Worthily holds the most amount of money since the market opened, but today it's narrowly philosophical. Handsome also has a uh, price hit now. Handsome. We're taking some bets on it as well this morning. It's 8850, so letting you on. So uh, there's a comment there. Uh, thank you, Watto. <laughs> Hi, gents. Tea bags did no good last week in the Punders Club, so it's back to Duck today. He's on Worthily in race four. So thoughts on Worthily and also a texter there. G'day, lads. Uh, Jordan and Faz in beautiful Wingham. Thoughts on Handsome in race four up against the Lassa Files. So I suppose, guys, a general comment and thoughts on race four and the aforementioned horses. Brad, you can fire away here. Yeah, look, I'm with Worthley. I think he sets up well today. He just had to go back from the wide draw the other day. I thought he was really strong late. The last 100 metres was very impressive. He's got some good Rose Hill figures and form for this. He gets the shades on. He's going to be up there in the first two or three with, in, a, in a race with not a lot of tempo. And I just thought he was the safe way to go on the on the drying ground. I think he's getting into 440, getting in short enough. But, um, look, I, I backed him around $5. I missed the early price, so sat and waited unfortunately thinking uh, when it just dried up a little bit earlier in the week but yeah I, I made him one of the value plays of the day I think you'll run very very well no luck at all this preparation if I was her owner I'd yeah I'd be struggling because uh, she's got some shock and ride that's for sure this preparation and um, she gets uh, James McDonald today she gets a Every should get every chance and could well post an overdue win and outside of that handsome uh, look, was visually impressive the other day. Time was okay. The last 600 was nothing flash, but this is a, this is a big step up. My concern is just likely to get a fair way back here and give these a start in a race with not a lot of tempo, but clearly a talented horse and uh, has plenty of upside, so I wouldn't totally talk you out of it, but um, for me, we're the lead from Philosophon. Well, I cost us uh, with a multi a fortnight ago by putting Philosophon in. And uh, she finished six, but it wasn't her fault. Uh, it really wasn't. Uh, Stewards quizzed the ride of Ben Cohen that day. Uh, the tactics from the 600 metres. Anyhow, it was just a horror show all the way up the straight. Her run at the end was really, really good, I thought. Her run at Gosford was great in the Bell of the Turf, a race that where the form's been really strong. I liked her run prior to that at Eagle Farm. I just think she's she's set to win now, Thalassa Farm, and uh, the booking of James McDonald really should seal the deal. I've got her clearly on top in this race today. Tip of the spear could be the improver. Uh, the import, oh, I thought it ran all right over 1,500 metres, is going to really enjoy the step up to 2,000, a distance that he's won over in Ireland at uh, Cork there. Interesting remarks from Regan Bayless, who rode tip of the spear that day. He seemed to resent racing amongst runners. Uh, he's drawn before, so don't be surprised if tip of the spear's getting wide out, looking for clear running today. Oh, I thought they were the two chances, Thalassophile, tip of the spear, then Worthily. I'm surprised Secret Glamour's even running, and I'm surprised uh, she's in the market the way she is. Her last run was horrible. Uh, she was required to trial, 
and I thought the trial was ordinary, so I'm not even sure how she's back at the race of Secret Glamour, so I'm ignoring her. As far as Handsome's concerned, very hard to rate, isn't he, off the going to Tari? Because Chris Lees can do this for the Australian bloodstock horses, just go for the easy kill. And uh, I, I've got no doubt the way Hanson won that day could have gone to the Provincials or even a midweeker and probably had the same result, but that's a massive step up uh, for Hanson. So I'm sticking fat here with the Lassifal, and I don't often do it, but she's going in the behind the gates multi for me. I'm sticking fat. Race four, number two. Good on you, Darren. A nice, uh, a nice breakdown of that race. Let's uh, let's go back at race hurls. Uh, a question here around race three. This is the Ned Whiskey handicap benchmarks. Ned Australian Whiskey uh, handicap should say benchmark seventy two at the fifteen hundred metres. I suppose Cosmic Miniver pretty popular here. Hurls, what are you seeing? Yeah, 240, 250, now 260. They did go up 460 when the market first opened. And good support this morning for Daytona. Gee, I've said it before. Geez, there's been some action in the last hour. These um, markets, some of them have, have really changed around in the last hour or so. Wineglass base, 330 and 350. Daytona, as I said, $10, now $6. It was 15 when the market first opened. And Resonator is at 850, a bit of a thousand each way taken on either end date this morning. Uh, this support for Daytona is off the back of money, but Cosmic Minerva uh, still retains favouritism. I wouldn't be yeah, I'm only at 20 cents from 240 to 260, but it has to drift a little bit given the support for Daytona. Uh, text here from Jeff. G'day, Jeff. Uh, morning, gentlemen. Thoughts on Wine Glass Bay, uh, wine glass bay to break the Aussie maiden, Darren? Um, no, I'm looking elsewhere. And uh, with, with Wineglass Bay, I, I think this horse might, might want a little bit further. I, I wasn't sure what to make of him off his trial leading into his first run at Rosal, and he just chimed in like he was going to win. And he did have Nash uh, pushing him along, and he couldn't get there. He, he couldn't get past Danish Prince and, uh, and Green Shadows. I... No, I, I'm not falling into Wine Glass Bay. I thought he might be the horse that might sort of loom and, and certainly run into a place. I'm going with Daytona here, number nine. I think be better positioned today. Tongue tie going on, given that it got its tongue over the bit there last time at the Gold Coast, is certainly worth noting. His run at Roundwick two start back was terrific. No luck at all there, but really thundered to the line late. So I'm going with Daytona at the much better price. So there's been a fair bit of money for it. And uh, it's, it's going to be my pick from Cosmic Minerva. blew the start last time at Rose Hill. From Barrier 2, it's likely to be a lot closer and getting a better run into it. Then I'll put Wineglass Bay third and, and then Resonator. Brad. Yeah, I'm, I'm of a similar view. I, I, I'm Cosmic Minerva and Daytona here. I just, I'm not sure about Wineglass Bay. I can see the dry track's going to suit him, but I just think A, is he looking for a little bit further? And... I think if you go down the path of saying, oh, James McDonald aboard, it can be a bit dangerous with a horse like this because Nash threw the absolute kitchen sink at him last time out and it's, I don't think he can get a better ride than that. So um, I can't give him an upgrade for the for the jockey difference there because Nash is, you know, one of the best in, in Sydney and, and gave it a peach last time. So for me, I, I expect Daytona this morning at around that $9 mark. He got the tongue over the bit last time out. He should have won prior to that and... Yes, the 1500 might be a concern, but he's won over the 1400 before, and if he can see out the trip, I want to be with him. I think Cosmic Minerva's the 
should be clear favourites and, and it's definitely the horse to beat. He had the eye, eye-catching run the other day. He hit the line really strongly and um, he's bred to love the 1,500 metres as well. So Cosmic Minerva, the horse to beat, but Daytona, the spec. But the way it is right now, um, you know, with, with that market definitely firming up for Daytona, you'd, you'd be, if I was suggesting someone have a bet now, it would be um, it would be the other way, Cosmic Minerva over Daytona, just with the odds the way they are now. Okay, uh, Mick on the tweet, thanks for your support last week for Lucky Variety, made my weekend, good on you Mick, yeah, we sort of had a bit of a chat about that race and you uh, you liked Lucky Variety, Mick, and uh, that's uh, that was a, a nice result. Kettle Hill is banned forever from the multi, it has derailed, it's derailed the multi twice by running fifth both times, right Ryan, good morning, and don't remind us, please, of uh, of the mighty Kettle Hill. Yeah, he's um, he, he's on he's on the sideline for a while, isn't he, horse? Oh well, Darren did. I guess I said it last week that you know the concern was the pace in the race, and I think in the end that's what did cost it. But yeah, even still, it hurt. Any other comments, guys? There, or we move on? Uh, yeah, uh, look, it was. Take it. Get the kettle, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Worry about it next week. Brad? Yeah, we'll move on. We'll move on. Uh, Let's go to the highway. Hurls, a market please. A couple, uh, couple of our texters have questions and thoughts on a couple of runners for race one. The Tab Highway, class three set weights, 1,500 metres. Just taking a bit of four and a half thousand uh, on King's Gambit. It's now into a dollar thirty. Uh, said it wouldn't start short on a dollar thirty-five, and still may not. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's trimmed so, in even uh, further. What was the bet? Sorry, uh, four and a half thousand, a dollar thirty, at a dollar oh, thirty-five, brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it took four and a half to firm it. That's <laughs> into a dollar thirty. Well, I, I tell you. I, Tell you the other thing is it's very popular in multis, which generally happens when you know you're a short price favourite. So liability does go up even more significantly. But um, anyway, here's what it is for the moment. Uh, very very popular in this uh, first race is King of Spades. Look, it's five dollars to four eighty, but just looking at the hold on the race, very popular. Four eighty to five dollars for a girl's best friend. Olakatu is a six dollar chance. Six fifty to eight for Eastern Glow. There's been support for. Amazon Amaranth all week. Now, opened up at $23, continues this morning, 13 into 9.50, and you can also throw Epic Ranger into that boat as well. 23, 11, 10, now 11 again. So that's a look at the fluctuations, but, yeah, clearly best back runner here, dollar-wise, is king of spades. Uh, good morning, Hogger. Uh, race of the day, of course, the highway says Hogger, like uh, Darren and Brad's thoughts on how's it, Kev? Ran a good race last start, uh, bit of good horse jobs, didn't wait today, good bet. Barrier, get on. Thank you, Hogger. And also, someone after a comment there on Danzadel guys in the highway. Uh, Brad, you can shoot first here if you like. Yeah, look, I'm with King of Spades. First of all, I think uh, he just taken on in front the other day. I thought it was a, a complete uh, forgive run. I thought he was terrific prior to that. So, look, I think he sets up well here today. I'm, I'm interested to see this a girl's best friend. Clearly, a talented horse. It's been clocking some very good late sectionals against moderate opposition, but looks like it'll appreciate the, the strong tempo up front today. So, uh, how's it, Kev? I wouldn't say no at the odds. So I think the, the horse that beat last time out can do it's a, a good thing at the Sapphire Coast today. So, um, I uh, yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't knock it if I'm going to find the can do it who's got some good highway form last preparation. The other one I want to give a mention to is Epic Ranger, uh, I know he found the, the fence and an easy lead the other day, but 
He ran a time, and uh, it was a dominant performance. He's, he's definitely not hopeless at $11. Dan Zadell, oh, look, not really for me. Pretty well exposed, and I think there's a few with a bit more upside here. But, uh, yep, King of Spades on top, but I wouldn't wouldn't talk you out of how's it, Kev, at odds. Uh, how's it, Kev, wasn't in my, in my top five or six uh, here. Dan Zadell, well, she is what she is. She'll be flashing home. One thing in a favour, Amy McLucas is back from um, a little injury there and will have put the valuable three kilo claim on Dan Zadella. We know how good Amy's strike rate is in these highway races, so maybe Amy can make the difference there on Dan Zadella. But like Brad, I've gone with King of Spades. I think he's the benchmark horse here. It's all up to Hannah Williams, uh, really, if, if Hannah can just execute the right ride. I think leading last time probably went against him, although it wasn't a strong pace. They seemed to, to loaf along, but just being sort of annoyed and pestered by horses on the outside, maybe just a little sit behind the leading division today. The King of Spades has been so consistent, been, been um, a real success story for Daniel Sieb, is picking up some of these champion thoroughbred horses and doing well. So it's interesting that the other one, Hurls mentioned the money's on Amaranth, formerly with John O'Shea as well, that they're backing Amaranth, another uh, champion thoroughbreds runner there. But Ola Kawatu is very interesting, been very strong in both wins. And a girl's best friend. Uh, terrific win there at Musclebrook and a great win at, at Coffs Harbour. A little hard to get a line on them, but no, I, I didn't have Hazard Kevin there. I've gone 4, 7 and 14. Rightio. Um, Another 5000 thirty just taken on King's Gambit. Okay, nice segue. Race 2, Hurls, Canterbury Stakes. Uh, you've been updating the market all the way through, but if you can give us a, uh, a, a market here and let's, let's have a chat about this Canterbury Stakes for the boys, but the market, please, first hills. Yeah, 140, 135, 140, now into its shortest quote of $1.30. Uh, we've got Red Resistance at $5, Shinzo at $9.50, The Little Pump at 13 21 for Chevron. I'm taking a couple of uh, bets there and 26 for the outsider for Mo. Now, Darren, I know you've tipped Red Resistance, mate. If you... If, if it wins today, I guarantee you it won't be $26 for the flipper, which it currently is in. Well, I look at this, it's, it's just a two-horse race. Uh, that's it. I, to be honest, I don't... I didn't uh, really like Shinzo's last trial greatly. It was, it, was, it was a fine trial, nothing wrong with it. But I don't think Shinzo will be able to match the top two. Um, Red Resistance was quite strong there. Once he started to lay out a little bit, Preble pulled the whip through, and I think Andy gave it really one crack in what was a two-horse war all the way down the straight with him and Steel City, and they just tore the rest of the field apart. I just think this is a better than a, a $5.50 chance today, Red Resistance. So in a two-horse race, I mean, I, I'm not the type of putter that's going to step in and take $1.40 about anything. So I'm taking the five fifty Red Resistance and we'll see what happens. I think you'll lead, try and control the race and King's Gambit will be probably leaders back, but how far off him when Red Resistance kicks early in the straight. So I'm just going to take the chance that Red Resistance will show a good kick and will cling on. I'm... Uh I'm half with Darren. I'm half with Darren. Brad Davison's just jumped in next to us. And is your mic working? Testing one, two. Testing one, two, one, two. How's that? Everyone hearing? Yeah. I think it's okay. I think, yeah, away you go. Away you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm, um, I'm, a, I'm more than a little bit with Darren. If Brett Preble can, can well, rate this horse the right way, they'll, they'll have an idea how to beat King's Gambit. But as you've alluded to, he might just be too good. Yeah, I mean... It's hard for me to mark red resistance above nine dollars. 
Really? Yeah. Four I, horse race. Yeah, but Who's, it's what a price one got horse. Shinzo, then? It's a one horse race. Oh, about fourteen dollars, I think. Well, um, who's your second pick? Uh, Red Resistance. Yeah, but it, you know, but I've marked I've marked King's Gambit a dollar fifteen, dollar twenty. Like I, I think he's just oh, well. I mean, anything can happen in racing, but his figure on debuts four lengths above what Red Resistance run the other day. He's come out, he shows that acceleration, and really what you could do on debut, you could actually give him another length because he didn't even really ask him for any effort. He's got the acceleration. Um, we're watching his trial we're watching now. watching his trial in studio here now. Look at the horse third there running on, absolutely under the whip running on late. He's dead set cruising. That's called Don Corleone, who's run a figure about two lengths better than Red Resistance runs. So uh, the only nervous bit I do have is that gay waterhouse polish. It's that horse that he got got the favours the other day. He's going to get it again right. And I don't think he's anywhere near the grade as King's Gambit, but he's just that tough on-speed horse that if if King's has an off day and, and he's just not quite, you know, he's not going to be wound up. We know that. Then he might just fight and kick, but Look, I think it's I think it's A and B grade here. Simple as that. Well, uh, Darren, uh, Red Resistance is going to make this favourite earn it one way or the other. Mm. I, uh, I I'm, I'm sure he'll try and kick and kick away and at the top of the straight, and then King's Gamble will get his chance to uh, probably work out off leaders back and give chase. And, and yeah, he does He does look awfully hard to beat King's Gamble. That was a terrific trial at uh, Ramwick and the Don Corleone factor really gives that trial a lot more credibility. But we know what these Waterhouse horses are like. They're, they're tough. They'll keep kicking. Mm. And I just thought that Brett Preble didn't really have to get that serious on Red Resistance to win that race the other day from Steel City. I, I, in a two-horse race, I'm very happy to take 550. I just, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's I can see he is the only danger. I thought Chevron was mad odds at $81 earlier in the week. He's 21s now. He's actually trialled probably the pick of the, the trialers for mine. Um, his time, the times have been mm. super, and I think I think it's got something to offer. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's the proper horse, and I, I think the others are okay, but I think this could well be a pretty nice horse. Five dollars in the golden slipper. Yeah, well, that's the thing, you know. Do you want to take? Do you want to take the fives? If he comes out and wins by three, it, you know, all of a sudden it's at five dollars. Yeah, he's yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't knock him. I just think he's, uh, I, I, you know, uh, you know what I talk about. Short odds being value. If he's a dollar forty, I'm playing. Um, so I just want a dollar forty to get involved. I, I generally don't take under that as a as a rule. Uh, Text there, back in dollar thirty-five. Pops first up. It's grand final two months away. Good luck with those bets long term. So yeah, it's everyone's a different thought about that price. Can we go hurls to the wooden stakes? This is a ripper of a race for the, the two-year-old fillies here. Group three set weights and penalties. Two-year-old fillies, eleven hundred meters. Uh, we get to see learning to fly at the at the races for the first time. Uh, hurls, how's the market looking for the win? It's been fractionally easy uh, in the last hour or so learning to fly. It's three sixty to four dollars. It's joint favourite with perfect proposal. Now it went up five dollars when the market first opened. It's three eighty to four dollars. This support continues now for Steel City. It's five fifty all the way into four twenty. When we did the preview earlier this morning, it was five dollars. Six to six fifty cigar flick, eight fifty to nine fifty for Divine Glory. Uh, and that's pretty much the tail of the tape. That's the look at the fluctuations in terms of dollars held. Yep, learning to fly. Perfect proposal holds about 
$200 more than Steel City. Notice we've also taken a couple of bits there on Lizzie's Gemini price. The price it's $31. It's the rank outsider, but opened up at 41 this morning. Text there from John about, uh, he's a hopeful owner, about uh, what kind of money um, sort of the bottom uh, lowest earner would to, to, to get into uh, the Golden Slippers. So we'll have a bit of a think about that as we go through. Thank you, John, about that kind of thing. Look, no, no questions coming through about the wooden stakes. Uh, Brad, this is, is some about race. 100k, really, to, to yeah. guarantee yourself a running yeah. slipper? It's been around that, hasn't it, Darren? Around it yes. feels like about that figure. So okay, have a look. Oh, I think yeah. you yeah. probably want about 110 to, to mm. feel safe. Um, what if it's a bog track golden slipper day of your King's Gambit by I'm Invincible? You'll get 50s. He might be better on a wet track. Who knows? That's all he's yeah, saying. Uh, we just don't know. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's always know. those queries. Um, I take the point about yeah. first up grand final a long way away, but you've got to sort of bring it back to the class that race. He's just too. a good horse. Yeah, I think so. Uh, what about these fillies? Brad, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm, I'm with Darren, learning to fly. I, I must admit I'm not as sort of bullish. Um, I think her trials have been solid. And I think she's trialled better than Perfect Proposal, clearly. concern I've got is is she's got this bit of a habit of laying in, it seems. She did it in that second trial and um, just might get into a little tricky spot here. But I think she's the one to beat. Um, I think Perfect Proposal's there. I think Still City's an interesting one because if Red Resistance come out, comes out and wins or runs really well, then she's going to continue to firm off that same form line. And the one in the market that you've got to be against is the one that can flick, surely. I mean... J-Mac, see, voila, that's why it's $6.50. If it was anyone else, it's got to be $16.50, doesn't it? I mean, it's won a pretty moderate maiden. Second horse has got laps since the time was average. Um, would need to improve four lengths here to be, be in the ball game for mine. But um, respect if it starts that price, I still think it will start double figures. Darren. Yeah, I'm very keen on uh, the maiden voyage of learning to fly today. I've been waiting a while for her to be produced, so today's it. Chad Schofield's done all the work with this filly, uh, dating back to the mid-part of September. I take Brad's point about the way she laid in en route to victory in that Warwick Farm trial over perfect proposal, but she just seemed to have so much in the tank there. And I think if you're doing some early slipper shopping, uh, the tw- I think 26 is still available about her, if you like her today. Perhaps some of the 26 in case she really happens to excel here. But Steel City, I do respect a lot. I have to, uh, considering I'm giving Red Resistance a chance of beating the favour today. King's Gambit, so Steel City does rate highly, and if Red Resistance was to win that race, yes, Steel City might even run favourite. Perfect proposal, I, I just think from that latest match-up of the trials, learning to fly finishes in front of that runner uh, of the rest. I thought just glamorous, trialled all right, um, behind Sicilian at Warwick Farm, stuck on, thought might be able to run into a minor place, but yeah, I'm very excited about learning to fly. I didn't put Cigar Flick in, but I do like the name, a filly by Churchill. Winston, he was uh, notorious, wasn't he, as a cigar smoker? He was. One, a- <laughs> one after the other? He might have been. Why is no one talking, or maybe no one's talking too much about Divine Glory, because this might be too tough for her, but I quite like her, Brad, as a filly. Yeah, I mean, she won that maiden at uh, Warwick Farm that was, wasn't a very strong race, but the debut effort was good and um, could definitely improve here. The Snowdens have got that many uh, two-year-olds, so they're they're blessed this year and uh, she could do something here. But, yeah, I I think learning to fly, I'm a little bit surprised by the the drift, but um, 
I suppose she's on debut and maybe they're, they're saying a few things. What about the futures, Darren? Are you on her at good odds in the slipper or something like that at this stage? Yes. No, I wasn't sure which way they were going, mm. so I did take the pre-post slipper and also the blue diamond just in case. I spoke to Annabelle yesterday and tried to get a guide and she said, well, we'll just get today out of the way first, but it's an English Millennium horse, so maybe there and then blue diamond golden slippers on the table, but, you know, we'll see what happens today, obviously. Uh, Hurls, are we just about open for the multi? Yes, we are. In fact, it'll go live in about 60 seconds' time, so it's time to reveal our selections for this week, and it starts with race four, number two, Philosophile, uh, race five, number nine, Perfect Proposal, race eight, number nine, Golden Mile, and Brad coming home with So Am I, race ten, number four. So, uh, Darren Philosophile, Hainsey, Perfect Proposal, yours truly, Golden Mile, and So Am I. Uh, to bring it home for Brad. So the maximum bet there, as I bring it up, uh, is $50. And the price there is a very generous $4.50. And Wooshka, it is open. So you're getting scared, Earls, you are. You, you've been bagging Luke Marlow about a dollar sixty pop the other day, and now you're throwing gold a mile in at $2. Uh, it feels like you want to cash a winner here. I will entirely put my hand up and, and admit that. I had uh, a mate of mine text me last night, and uh, when I told him I was going to take Golden Mile, uh, well, a little bit more colourful language and a little bit more disparaging uh, towards me for taking that. But, yeah, sports psychologist spoke to me during the week and said, maybe just go back to basics and, uh, and get your confidence back up. As long as he doesn't need the run today, we're good. He looked like he had the confidence up last night around 6.40pm when he just out of the driveway with his vape in, in one hand. I was walking there with my <laughs> lovely wife and went for the way, but he was just in his own world cruising around there. Was that, out of the, out was of that the... walking out of the pub last night? No, you were, you were you were driving out of your place down to down towards Edelong at around six forty oh, okay. pm. I missed you by literally no, five metres. I was walking right as oh, there. there you go. Don't you remember that, Hills? No, <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> I'll do it probably a bit later on. Anyway, uh, are we um, are we comfortable with perfect proposal in that Phillies race? Because she'll she'll um uh, to run she, top four. Yeah. Yes, I mean she yeah. she jumps, she's fit, she leads, and would yeah. have thought she figures in the top four somewhere. I think so. Yeah. No. Anyway. My one might be the query this week, so am I, but he was so good the other day that I think he'll run top four there, but I just want to throw in one with a bit of a price because well, Golden didn't Mile... Didn't they put that gonna... on the, the punters panel one yesterday, so am I? Yes. I thought the rules are we don't double up. No, we can do one. Oh, he's I been think. given permission. Brad yeah. can, Brad can oh, double up. He's a serial <laughs> offender at doubling up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one set of rules for us and another set for Brad. Well, I wanted, to go, go. Well, I wanted to go last because I wanted to see... Uh, you know what the price was going to be because I knew somebody would take a shorty. Um, so oh, I wanted you're to make to, sure. You're trying to help. Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought I'll go last, and then I want to take Worthily, but um, Darren had Philosophile, which I'm very okay with because I think she'll definitely run top four. So then I went, okay, well I don't want to go. Yeah, I'm not going to go King's Gambit. I'm not going to go short, short. So I'll go a bit wider. And I know that they had the double up, but um, maybe we can both cheer at home in the last. Hopefully, both get home with so am I. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's uh, let's go to the Furphy Expressway Stakes here. Hurls race eight, the Southern Rosehill Gardens, uh, Group Two. Wait for Rage over the 1200 metres. All nine will face the starter, including Golden Mile. 
Yeah, and it's the favourite. It's now at a quote of two dollars and ten cents after opening up at two twenty this morning. It did bottom out at two dollars at one stage. Forbidden love three twenty to three seventy. Um, Maria Mia five dollars into four eighty. Pizarro's met with support as well, nine dollars into seven dollars, and that's pretty much the tail of the tape. They're the only four runners in single figures. Golden Mile, uh, the most popular. Uh, I'm actually not surprised by this drift for Forbidden Love. You know, you guys a better place than me. She just didn't come up last uh, last campaign, did she? Well, we, I mean, Darren, you can have first say on the expressway, but Michael Freeman, I think he always his comment this morning, she was a little indifferent last prep. So, not that she didn't come up, but it wasn't quite the... Was he confident? The mayor. I... Yes and no. Yeah. I don't, want, I don't want to get splinters insane, that, you know? I, she's, no, she's running, she's had to race through the top level runners too in the previous campaign. She was only just touched off in this race last year. But what I like, I think we were given the clue, the way she trialled at Warwick Farm, she just went like a bomb there. Um, she went too well that she can't run well today, forbidden love. And just think from barrier one, she going to be right there in the right spot. Golden Mile's a lovely horse and I'd, like, I'd love to see him win it, but I think Forbidden Love might just have the edge. And this Pizarro's really got me. Um, I kept thinking, oh, why didn't he just run in the other race? But John O'Shea wants to, to put him here. He's got some good targets mapped out for Pizarro. He's only rated 81. So he's got to carry two kilos more than Forbidden Love and Forbidden Love's rated 30 points above him. So, boy, it's going to be a big task for Pizarro to win it, but uh, that first up run suggested, uh, well, if he was put in the right spot there, he, he would have won there first up. It was an outstanding run in defeat. So a very interesting race, the expressway today. Anyhow, boys, I've got to hit the road. Oh, good man. You got, well, yes. Rose Hill's not far. The first race, an hour and a half away. Just what, what's your... Uh, your uh, What's your best? Is it Thalassophile? Yeah, I've, I've gone Thalassophile as the, the best of the day. I'm certainly going to take the chance with Red Resistance. I think as far as value is concerned, Super Pursuit uh, in the last, I've been guilty of tipping this each time, but I want to have one more roll of the dice uh, with Super Pursuit. Think about it at even money. Looks a nice horse, but I think that's just ridiculously priced. So Super Pursuit's going to be my value pick. Good on you, Darren. Good calling, and uh, we'll see you out the races soon. I um, did the trials yesterday at Rose Hill and gave the, the new West Connects a bit of a test run. Mm-hmm. The extension of the M8, which drops you off on Gardener's Road, and I'm pleased to report the travelling time from Rose Hill to Randwick has been reduced now to 28 minutes. If you take Ooh. that option, that's a good drive. Mm. That's a pretty. What's the damage on the tolls? Oh, I'll find out later when the bill comes. <laughs> 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 they they don't let you know as you're uh, going through. And forward is straight to Sky Racing. Thank you, Darren. Thank you so much. Good calling today. Good luck, boys. Uh, just um, uh, just have Michael's quote here regarding this, Mayor Brad. She's given me sleepless nights. She's indifferent in the spring. Happy with the trial. She looks great. She's really good physically. Just hope she decides to produce her best on race day. There you go. All right, we'll wait and see what happens. Uh, yeah, fascinating race because I really want to take Golden Mile on. And I think he's too short, but I do see that he might just win by default here because, you know, she's better than these, in my opinion, on her best day. There's no doubt about that, forbidden love. But where's she at? So you can either price her $3 or $6 or 250 
whatever you want. It's really hard horse to price. And then you've got a horse like Maria Mia, who I think's been a little bit underrated um, for simply because she's up and going. She's had the run. Uh, the fact that the actual rating first up is much better than any other horse's last start rating here, including Golden Mile and Forbidden Love, of course. So, and Joe Pride's horse has always improved prep to prep. So I think she can run really well back at Rosie 1200. Um, I almost tipped her on top. I went Forbidden Love Maria Mia, but if you asked me again this morning, I'd probably be Maria Mia Forbidden Love. I don't know what to do with him, Golden Mile. I really don't. I feel like sometimes my weakness as a form analyst is not giving enough push up to these lightly raced horses. So I'm a bit nervous in that regard. But the other part of me wants to really knock him and say, is he that good? He's run fourth in a Golden Rose. That was a good run. But you look at his other form and he's beaten Machilade and then he's fell in in a Caulfield Guineas, which in my opinion was the weakest Caulfield Guineas I've seen in a very long time. And then he's come out and beaten Communists by a narrow margin and Communists would be 60 to 1 here. So... I can. I think there's two sides to him, and I thought the trial was overplayed. I didn't think he was super strong through the line. I think 1,200 short of his best, but he's got the upside. If you take his Golden Rose run, he wins, but he's not going to produce that first up. So I'm in two minds with him. I remember James Cummings, if James is listening, correct me if, if I'm wrong, but he ran at Ramwick over the mile in the calendar Presnor just mm. to get an idea for maybe a lightweight Doncaster and yes. those kinds of races. Yeah, he's so, not, not so a miler this is, for me, This is. But, he has the quality to be in the finish. He does have the quality yeah. to be in the finish. Yeah. Bigger fish to fry. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know if he's as good as the boom. That was my thought, but we'll see today. And, and as I said, I think my weakness as a form analyst is definitely not giving enough push up to those lightly raced ones coming through. So I'm a bit nervous, but the other part of me, it's hard to mark him shorter than $3 um, personally. So, uh, yep, I'm forbidden to love Maria Mia, but scared of him, Golden Mile, um, Pizarro, Got the turn of foot, but wait for age. It's a tough ask. Let's knock over a couple more races here, Hurls. Uh, time is on the wing. Race seven, if we can get a market, Hurls, please, for race seven. And where, uh, what are we looking at here with Space Wolf for race seven? Yeah, I'll just tell you also, we're just taking another bit of 8000 this time on King's Gambit, still at that $1.30, so $1.40 might be a little bit uh, optimistic. Uh, $2.25 for Space Wolf, makes a favourite, of course, opened up at two fifteen this morning, so two twenty five is the best price bet. Uh, Colino's eight. Uh, sorry, three to three ten back to three dollars. Took a bet of two and a half thousand at three dollars this morning. Five fifty and six back to five fifty for Dehorn Unicorn. Then we go to destination of fourteen dollars into eleven dollars. Yeah, space walk pretty much one way traffic here. Steve from Kernell, uh, or it might be Steve Kernell. Good morning, guys. Just your thoughts on space walk. Brad? Yeah, uh, I think he, he finds his race today. He's just too well-weighted, isn't he? I mean, you've got Colino there, he's going well, but he's just paying the price with 59.5 now after winning the last uh, couple. Um, spacewalk, yeah, wasn't a great ride for mine first up, and uh, he just got caught in a pocket, and uh, people saying when he got out, he, he didn't exactly take runs off the... Well, you know, take margins off the other two in front, but he didn't have momentum. 51 and a half. He's just got to relax. The 1200 on breeding's no issue, and I think he's too good for these. I think Kalino's the danger. Dehorn Unicorn probably rolls to the front now with Oakville Twilight out and runs a race too, but I think he finds his race 220 for me. Spacewalk's around the right price. Can we go to race nine hurls? There have been four texts about one particular horse here. Race nine is a benchmark 88 over the 1500 metres. We heard from Snackers, 
bit worried about. Him. We haven't heard from him for a he, few um, weeks. Um, I, think, I think Snackers texted through a, a bit earlier. In fact, I'm oh, sure okay. he did. I just, um, what did he have to say? Well, pubs here. Um, don't know. I'll, I'll, come, I'll come back to you there, Hills. Okay. Major Artie, the favourite for the ninth at Rose Hill. It's three twenty to two ninety. They bet as much as six dollars. Now deductions here: five kingdom, uh, zero, five by five, nine a pound. Saigon eight to nine. So has been well supported. Uh, has super. Uh, sorry, has. I'll go back again. Uh, has major artie, yeah, six dollars. Now eight dollars to seven dollars did touch eight fifty at one stage. Super strikes been well supported this morning. Bazooka, uh, eight fifty and solid, and then we go to Nifla. Now it went up fifteen dollars when the market opened, nine fifty. Now ten dollars this morning. I thought Nifla was was a bit of a sneaky chance there. Well. You might have been the person texting in there, Hurls, because there's been four people text in wanting some little kind of a push and saying they quite like Niffler and might just mm. need that little bit of extra here. Brad, what are you saying in race nine? Well, I've been driving in, so I haven't had a look at any uh, if there's any change in tactics with Niffler. I'm assuming not, but it's generally the, the, the style of the stable to sort of get back and, and hit the line. But I think if they go forward here, that's her, that's her chance. Um, she's better horse when she's ridden to advantage, but I'm not sure it'll be today. I think they might go back and let her run on because she hasn't got those fitness levels up just yet. So Major Artie for me over Bold Mac. Um, yeah, Bold Mac, uh, he just... They didn't take advantage early the other day of his speed and they went to go back, and which is an absolute pet hate of mine as a punter. I hate when they do not take advantage of a horse's speed and they, they just too placid early and then he got caught three wide, no cover, so he got the double whammy there. He ran well. So um, Major Artie, Bold Mac, the main two there for me. What is your best bet for Rose Hill Gardens? Uh, look, I've got a couple of value plays. Race four, number one, Worthily, and race six, number 13, La Jolie Fee. I thought could run well. Five weeks between runs the other day, 59.5 down to 52. Runs well at Rose Hill. Had no luck here at this track and distance three starts ago in a race that produced, produced some pretty nice horses. So I think she's just on speed, and I think she'll run well with 52 on her back, La Jolie Fee. Is there a good thing for the Valley today? Uh, I thought Command Approved was the best there, but I thought the price was skinny enough all the same. If I was to probably give you one best around the country today, I'd probably go to the Sunshine Coast, uh, trifling in the first. Uh, the map's a little query, but um, I think she's just better than those. So Maxie's, Maxie's said pretty well backed yeah, uh, well, in the last little bit. 4.40 yesterday was very appetising. So race one, number three, trifling. Yeah, I was keen to take on Adelaide there and... Um, Mashani Raider. Good man. Thank you, Brett. Pleasure, we'll guys. Do it again soon. Looking forward to these good races today, and it's just going to continue to build. So, fingers crossed we can get the multi home, but enjoy the races, everyone, around the uh, around the country. Good man. Brad Davidson, we'll let him go. Sky Racing One. Thank you for all who texted in this morning. Money lost uh, uh, and confidence lost. Uh, everything lost thanks to Mark, yeah. Um, that's all right. We'll, we'll, we've got plenty of confidence that we can uh, land this multi today. Good luck if you've had a play in the Punders Panel multi as well. Uh, I suppose, Hurls, I uh, wonder whether our, uh, our multi remains open until a liability is met or something like that. I suppose there's a few jockeys challenges and other deals around the place with the tab today.
Yeah, pretty popular. Won't last much longer. This uh, behind the gates multi is just repeating. Race four, number two for Lassifar. Race five, number nine, perfect proposal. Race eight, number nine, Golden Mile. And race ten, number four. So am I. Four dollars fifty for all of those to run top four maximum bet of fifty dollars, and it is still open. Got an offer here with Spacewalk and Golden Mile, both to run top two, and you'll get a three dollar dividend uh, for that. J Mac, all the rage uh, in the jockeys. Chance today. You might want to look at some multi to the jockey's chance. It always keeps you uh, interested. A dollar ten for J Max. So uh, yeah, not much spice there. Eleven dollars Timmy Clark. Fifteen dollars Jason Collett uh, at the Valley. There Blake Shins two thirty. Jamie Carr two eighty. Rose Hill, Mooney Valley, and Sunshine Coast today. Races one to six. Run second or third. You'll get a bonus bet back up to fifty dollars. And if you want to dip your toe into Trentham, races two to four. So two three. And for uh, run second, you'll get a bonus set back up to fifty dollars, and they're about to get underway for race number two, where Fellini for OP Blossom is the best back runner, two thirty to two fifty. Good on you, Hurls. We'll chat again during the week. All right, mate. Andrew Hurley and uh, Brad Davis and Darren's on his way out to Rose Hill Gardens via the new roads that are opening up around the place. It's bang on 11 o'clock. We are on time for Paul Ambrosoli. His quiz coming up. So uh, don't miss it. We'll take a short break here on Saturday HQ. And on the other side, Paul Ambrosoli with his Debortley quiz. The typical Aussie way of cooking meat is if it looks cooked, it probably is cooked, right? Wrong. When cooking meat, it's all about bringing the right amount of heat, especially if you want to avoid food poisoning. And the easiest way to check that meat is perfectly and safely cooked is to use a meat thermometer. To check the safe temperature for whatever kind of meat you're cooking, just head to the Food Safety website. That's foodsafety.asn.au. A message from the Food Safety Information Council. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand with a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Bet fixed odds on races one to six at Rose Hill, Mooney Valley and the Sunshine Coast. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website gamble responsibly. Call gamblers help 1-800-858-858. Always thought owning a racehorse was too expensive? It doesn't have to be. Patriot Bloodstock offers racehorse shares for syndication at an affordable entry-level price point with fixed-price training fees. Our horses are country-trained, and whether your horse wins at Wagga or Randwick, the thrill is the same. We've had great success sourcing quality horses that won't send you broke, and we love first-time owners. Check out what's available at www.patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence number 336. Brain tumour, migraine, dementia, concussion. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Motor neurone disease, stroke, epilepsy. 
Alzheimer's. There can be no cure without research. Parkinson's. Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au or call 1300 88 Racing HQ, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the new TAB app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the show. Three minutes past 11, Racing HQ Saturday. The Borderly great sponsors of the show. Your chance to win some wine with the quiz just about here. Paul Ambrosoli, good morning to you. And a very good morning to you, Mr. Radio. You're, you're nearly on time. You're going well. <laughs> well, that's well. I, I want to be out of here at eleven thirty to get to the races. So that being the case, we are on time today because yeah, there's no case, there's yeah. no interest like self interest, Paul. <laughs> Fair enough. Pardon me while I cough in your ear. <laughs> Beautiful day. Fair yeah. You're going to the races today. Get to race. Uh, lovely, and you go home. You want to sit down and relax. You know, the Windy Peak does really come into its own. It really does. I mean, fair dinkum. A night like tonight after the races, after you've won plenty and everything else, my uh, my Pinot Grigio will t- taste beautifully. But uh, if you like a red, let me tell you, I, I don't know how, I really don't know how Debortley make the Windy Peak Shiraz for the price they do. It is really great value. And talking about great value, it's always great value you can win, isn't it? Now, the way you enter this competition is to... Pick up the phone and dial 13.53.53 when you think you know the answer. And the first person through receives the, the prize. Now, we don't care if you win once or a hundred and once. You know, everybody's in the pot the same way and hopefully you have uh, have a chance of winning. There's no good ringing early because our phone man doesn't answer the phone. He answers it at the correct time. Everything's very, very strict and correct here. So here we go. <clears throat> I give you a clue. And you're off with the answer, okay? So I'm racing today. Where am I racing? <laughs> well, I make sure. I'm racing today at the Sunshine Coast. What is my name? And here is the clue. A-E-I-O-U. That's your clue. I'm not going to mention it to you. I've got to just tell you. A-E-I-O-U. So there you go. First person through on 13.53.53 with the correct answer, and you'll get the prize, a twin pack of Windy Peak wine from the famous De Bortoli people who've been around our country for around 100 years. It's not a bad effort of surviving in the wine business for that long. And uh, in the 100 years, they've had some magnificent wines. We tell you about Windy Peak because it's in our marketplace. Look, it's not a big wine, uh, far from it, but it's got a big finish to it. It really has. It's got a lasting finish to it, and it's very, very tasty and very worthwhile. And the price is just so, so inexpensive compared to some of the other wines that go around. I enjoy the Pinot Grigio and the Shiraz. I'm biased. That the, I just like a simple wine, and both of them are that way. Uh, but, of course, there's the Chardonnay, uh, the Pinot Noir, and the other reds, and then there's the Cabernet Sauvignon, and the other white, of course, is the uh, is this uh, Sauvignon Blanc. So there, there's half a dozen wines in the Windy Peak label. Do we have a winner yet? Roger from Dubbo is the winner this morning. Roger from Dubbo, one of our first callers, has nailed Roger the answer. Roger from Dubbo. Yeah, well, I, uh, this one, I said, um, what I say, AI, no, <laughs> what I say? E-I-O-U? 
E, and then I, I, or whatever, is I O U. But it's uh, it's it's racing in uh, in what the seventh race today at uh, at Sunshine Coast, and the name's very simple. It's called the Vowels. Mm. A E I O U. It's just I said A E I O U. So there Roger, you go. Roger, Roger knew what you meant. That's all that matters. Uh, Roger, Roger knew. Roger and Tumbo. Was Roger and Tumbo won before? I don't know. I, can't, I know most of the people who went out in the country, but I just, I just can't put his uh, name, name. I hope it's a first-time winner because I love first-time winners. Mate, I will let you get uh, going and get to the races, otherwise you'll be claiming that I held you up. And dear, oh dear, oh me, I hope I never do that. Uh, I'll catch you at the same time next week where we'll give you another chance of winning some beautiful Debortley wine. Thank you, my friend. Good morning, all. Good man, Paul Ambrosoli. Thank you. Well done to Roger. They're a beautiful dubbo who's um, come away with the Debordley wines, and we'll do that again just after 11 o'clock next Saturday morning. Thank you for all who played. The board was pretty busy then. A few people ringing in, uh, ringing in, but it was Roger from Dubbo who uh, was able to come up with the correct answer there. So what are we, eight minutes past 11, just to know where these mornings go. Uh, you usually get a few changes of tactics floating through and there's one for you. Race nine, number three, Niffler to settle further forward. She was a popular horse in behind the gates then, a few people texting about her. So race nine, number three, Niffler to settle further forward. Um, we still have uh, Peter Ellis for a chat about Morpheville and, of course, Tim Owens from the Tab uh, will give us uh, the Tab's thoughts on the way this um, uh, this meeting might go from a Tab's perspective, of course. So a uh, big thanks to Paul and he'll check in again uh, next week. Really warm conditions uh, out of Adelaide by uh, by the reports of things. The best part of... 30 degrees this morning, getting up to 37. So really uh, steamy conditions there in Adelaide. And uh, we'll hopefully uh, get a hold of uh, Peter Ellis and have a bit of a yarn. So change of tactics coming through. Just a couple there for Newcastle. Um, race for preferral. The intention to be ridden with cover if you're having a bet there at Newcastle today. And also a change of tactics in race eight at Newcastle. Our boy Ollie, the intention to uh, be ridden further forward with the option to lead. Just uh, they'll start to come filtering through uh, over the next little while. Peter Ellis has done the form for Morphaville. He joins us as always on a Saturday morning. G'day, Pete. Hello, Richard. How are you? Very well. Um, yeah, steamy enough conditions down in Adelaide by the sounds. A good four we start on. It'll be a firm track. Yeah, they're talking 30 um, showers developing later in the afternoon, evening, up to 15 mil, but hopefully after the meeting's concluded. But yeah, it's this time of the year of summer racing, so a bit of irrigation. Nice to get back to Morpheville, so good meeting there, particularly with the Durbridge. A couple of horses that uh, you'd imagine will be heading to Victoria in the next uh, few weeks. Okay, let's get stuck in, shall we? Race one, benchmark 82 over the mile, where number three, Blazero, 260 favourite. Number four, La Crema, going really well, 280. Jack the ladder, $4 chance for race one. I think they can run the Quinella again, just the opposite way around. Blazero's been, well, he's been placed his past four. Just got run down late there behind La Crema. He's got a kilo and a half weight turnaround. La Crema Regimenters in career best form. on a hot trick after that most recent win. Baruch was solid effort first up there, uh, in a decent race at Warnerby behind Ascension has since run well at Mooney Valley. And Counter Monte Cristo will improve out to the 1600. So I'm three, 
four, one and two. Race two is a benchmark 64 over the 1,050 metres. A $2.40 favourite is Dunmarglas here. Promising type $2.40. Two, Oracle Sun, three eighty, And then number one, Nostria is at $5.50. Sir Grumpy going for three wins in a row, seven fifty. And with Oracle Sun, uh, uh, didn't do a lot in his first prep, but his impressive winning being Dunglass there at Morphville, just sat behind him and dashed away for a convincing win. Dunglass has, uh, since that debut second, has gone to Strathalbyn, one has made easily started odds on. Out of Africa, its first up was a winner on debut that went awful. Uh, must have been the reason for it. It was a dollar forty chance at Morphville's next run. And Prance and Dance um, can improve back against his own age here at a bit of odds, but... I was um I was two, four, five, six. Let's go to race three, no metro win, thousand and fifty meters, where number three, Miss Machini, is a two dollar seventy favourite. Got the job done last start. Number six, endlessly at three dollars. And number eight, winning revolution. Been around the money at four dollars forty. Double figures the remainder for race three. Yeah, the zero metro wins fits perfectly for endlessly. It's been <laughs> Placed uh, at Sandown a couple of times at uh, Mooney Valley. Uh, one behind Victory Bay has been in terrific form lately. He's had two runs back, and this looks perfect. I thought it was probably the better of the day. I've got winning revolution the danger, ex-Victorian. Four runs in SA for three placings, so probably places again. Miss Mincini, the favourite. I think it'll drift. It's come back really well with that strong win at, uh, at Oak Bank and the trans factor. Luckless at a big price, or big prices, a couple of times at Morville. I went to Oak Bank there and... Uh, and won a week race there, but come from out the back, got home in the last try. So it's certainly a chance for your first four tries. Six of this special have been eight, three and two. Race four, maiden set weights, 1,100 metres, three-year-olds and upwards. Galinga Spirit is a first starter here. Number four, 390 favourite. Shosana, number nine, 440. Left turn, Clyde, 460. And also Solemn Promise, 14. First starter at 750 for race four. A couple of first starters, interesting runners, just keep an eye on the betting there. Uh, and with left-hand Clyde, it uh, was a big price on debut at the bridge. Missed the kick, had to do a lot of work to lead, and only got run down late, so certainly be better for that experience. Uh, Galinga Spirit, it's trial well, so obviously in a strong stable, expected to perform well. Shasana's been costly, uh, it's been favourite in its four runs. Uh, odds on this last start there on Boxing Day, Morphville led, and just got pretty tired the last 150 so maybe the shorter trips are plus and solemn promise the other first started trial well at uh, Stradalbin I'm 5, 4, 9 and 14 Race 5 open market for a benchmark 62,000 metres number 15 Malinong Club $5 favourite 8 Max Fire 5.50 Tame Tomo number 2 at $6 and then $7 about in the darkness Wheels is thereabouts as well how'd you sort them out for race 5 Pete? Yeah it's a tough race as the market would suggest I'm with Max Fire Came up the fence to the winner as far as two runs, went second and third at uh, call of the most recent behind the Victorian Bundle of Fun or ex-Tasmania last uh, Saturday. Wheels, uh, it's had three runs in SA, it's hit the line strongly on each occasion. So this looks uh, an ideal chance, particularly at Morphville. In the darkness, uh, never sighted daylight there at Gawler last Saturday. Now up in trips, probably looking for an Aussie sojourn. Was either wide or back against the trend as last three, so I expect him to improve. But in a tough race, 8, 9, 12, 10. Race six, first leg of the quaddy, fillies and mares 68 at the 1,200 metres. Wonder Woman's going great guns. $2.60 favourite. Number eight, four wins, 3.90. And seven, Shea Betty is a $6 chance for race six, Pete. Yeah, she was also engaged at the Valley today. This looks the best option. 
And three runs for a Sydney sider in uh, in SA. Unlucky at its uh, local debut behind John Baljon, who starts favour of the Valley today. Then one subsequent two runs at Morphville and Gawler. So certainly the one to beat. Four wins uh, right at the top of a game. Uh, with a couple of seconds and a, and a win at Morphville this prep. Kenya won the 22 runs since the last victory, but she was OK first up behind Wonder Woman, three kilo weight advantage, just ridden too close the other day at Gawler, behind that same mare, and uh, she's Betty, runs second at Wonder Woman, so there's plenty of Wonder Woman form before going to Murray Bridge and winning uh, Benchmark 56 very convincingly. One, eight, three and seven. Race seven on the day is a Benchmark 64 over the mile, where number two Exalted Fire is a $3.30 favourite. Seven Star Espresso, $5. Song Sire Boss at $7. And $8.50 about Whiskey and Women Annika, $9.50. Exalted Fire, your favourite for race seven, Pete? Yeah, I like Whiskey and Women, particularly at the uh, each way odds. Uh, he gets back and charges home. He's been placed his last five doing that. And um, I certainly suited to Morphaville, so I'm happy to go each way. Annika, the day just took off early the other day, Gawler. Best runs have been at Morville, run fourth uh, and second in a couple of benchmark races, or fourth and third there in a couple of benchmark 70, so it's well graded here. Exalted Fire's always thereabouts, so last start winner at the bridge. And Star Expresso is another one that's in pretty good form, but like the 11 at odds to beat 5, 2 and 7. Race 8, the feature. Wait for Rage listed Durbridge Stakes, 1,100 metres. Number 1, Camel Passer. What a good servant he's been. Resumes here, $2.50. See you in heaven. Exciting type at three thirty. Bo Rossa at $5. And Aston Rapova deserves a crack here at $13. But some, some couple of smart ones at the top of the market here, Pete. Yeah, good race, and uh, I'd imagine a few will head to, to Sandown for some of those races. I'm with Bo Rossa. Uh, he run, just got beaten ahead by Behemoth in the, in the Memsey a couple of years ago. Sort of lost his way, but liked his run at Flemington on Derby Day, went fourth behind Argentina, triple missile, and the Astrologist. So uh, this looks a nice race. Kemal Pass the obvious danger. He um, had really solid form last year, and... Uh, uh, he'd expect him to run well. A bit disappointing in the Gill guy, but he was OK first up in the, in the while. He won this race last year too, actually. Um, see you in heaven. She's a classy filly off the San Guinea's a most recent victory. That was a mile, but she's pretty versatile. She's got form in sprint. She was a winner on day. Boomin and Group 3 at Flemington, over 1,000. And the one of the odds I'd certainly be throwing in is Chimino. He's right back in form. Won the Wiley back uh, last prep and huge run in the Christmas handicap behind Jigsaw, who... Starts one of the favourites in a group two at the Valley Pound home when second there at Sandia last start. So good race, three, one, twelve and five. Race nine, benchmark sixty four, twelve hundred metres last of the day, where number two Chicago Storm, a dollar ninety five favourite. Yeah, it's certainly a hope. I'm with first set, I had no luck last Saturday and when uh, when fourth placed its uh, previous four runs. I got starts with a hello the the danger's been off since June, but showed plenty of promise with a second on debut and a win. Sabermatic, um, I think suited to Morphew. It wasn't, wasn't that, that comfortable at the bridge last week. And one of the odds, uh, he will boom. Set a task at Oak Bank, just got out the back and flew home. And I think that was 1,050 Morphew, 1,200 suits. So he's one to include at the price. Seven, nine, five, and 13. What's your best on the day, Pete? I, I thought endlessly, Richard. Uh, just a perfect race. Uh, Race three, number six, and I'm happy to go Bar Rosser in the way for age, race eight, number three. Good man. We'll speak next Saturday. Thanks, Richard.
Thanks, Richard. All the best. Good on you. Peter Ellis there. All the thoughts and selections there for Adelaide Racing today. Might head to a short break here on Racing HQ Saturday. On the other side, it's Trading Places with Tim Owens. Dixon Homes thanks Premier Palaszczuk as you can offset mortgage repayments by building and renting a secondary dwelling. Buy before accessibility and energy rules increase costs. Dixonhomes.com.au. Since 1959, debt-free, quality assured. The English Classic Sale is Australasia's best value yielding sale, where the average price of an Australian stakes winner since 2018 is $100,000. Recent graduates include Marzu, Ice Bath and Classic Legend. Classic catalogue available now at inglis.com.au. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Fixed odds on races one to six at Rose Hill, Mooney Valley and the Sunshine Coast. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. Racing HQ, Trading Places with TAP Senior Trader Tim Ryan. Rightio, I think we might have Tim Owens there. Timmy Ryan, he hasn't been on for a while. It's been a, a fair little spell for him. Tim Owens is with us. G'day, Tim. G'day, Richard. Yeah, Tim Ryan enjoying some well-deserved time off uh, paternity leave. So he'll be back in, I believe, a month or so, Richard. So Punter's got a little while to wait. No worries. You're the man for today. And let's just dive in here, shall we? The first of 10 races. Great day at uh, Race Hill Gardens. The Tab Highway gets things going here. Open market, number four, King of Spades, 480. A girl's breast friend, 550. Olek Goatu, $6. And Eastern Glow, Amaranth in the mix. Any thoughts from the tab on race one the highway here yes richard uh the runner we're looking to keep safe here is king of spades our now favorite sort of been uh chopping and changing favoritism a few of these this morning we just know he's a proven highway horse started three dollars in a highway last start with the good gate as well as the three kilos off the hannah williams will uh I think he'll start an outright favourite and sort of draw away from a few of these others at the 5 to $6 mark. He's a consistent horse and that will no doubt be in the finish somewhere. Uh, with that, we're, the ones we're probably looking to take on and get out a little in the market here are a girl's best friend. Just don't think there was a lot of depth behind her last start in that race she won as, at Musclebrook, as well as Alaka Taku. Uh, two horses, you know, just both having their first starts in a highway prefer the uh, sort of more seasoned highway horses than this one. The Canterbury Stakes, Tim, race number two, King's Gambit, $1.22. This is all one-way traffic. We know he's a good colt, but punters, they think he's a really good colt. I'm a bit with Darren, Red Resistance. Um, he wants to sort of improve and improve again. He's 550, but King's Gambit, all the rage here for the Canterbury. Yes, Richard. Uh, really is all about the favourite here. It was sort of a dollar thirty-five about an hour ago, I think, and um, just been one punt had a big crack and now into a dollar twenty-two. Really one-way traffic holds about eighty percent of the money, as well as being the anchor of basically every multi across the Rose Hill card. So punters are certainly happy to dive in at the shorts on this one. Um, there's very few knocks you can find on him. I think obviously his trial was very good. The uh, one might be it's it's first time the Sydney way of going, but I think the trial put most doubts around that to bed. So really, all about him. 
Uh, not a lot of interest outside. Chevron's been, uh, sorry, Shinzo has been a big drifter this morning, sort of was sitting there with red resistance at around that $6 mark, but is now all the way out to 11 Red resistance holding its price at that $5.50. So if there is a chink in the favourites armour, I think it'll be the most likely one to take advantage of that. Just back to race one, jousting, confirmation of tactics to be ridden conservatively from the wide barrier, jousting in race one. Let's go to race number three, where Cosmic Miniver, if begins well to settle further forward, what it goes with the addition of Blingers to settle further forward, Cosmic Miniver, a 260 favourite here from Wineglass Bay at 350 for race three. Yes, we're happy to let the punters on this favourite and take him on a little Cosmic Minerva. Just think uh, a lot of his chances here will depend on the start. Now he's got a better gate. There's a little bit of speed in this, so I think there's a good chance he gets back a little here, which is not where I think you'll want to be today. He also rises in weight and distance, so happy to oppose him at a short quote. I think punters might get $3 about him late. Uh, Wineglass Bay is the one we're looking to keep safe here. J-Mac on signals some intent from the stable and he looks a horse that will improve at his second run in Australia. I think he could be a pair or two close to uh, this time around and with the weight uh, differential against the favourite, happy to be in his corner. Uh, the other one there's been some specking for this morning, Richard, is Daytona. Actually sits our worst weight at present and has been $10 into $6.00. Went around in a strong race at the Gold Coast last start and should get every chance today on the speed. Race four, benchmark 78, 2,000 metres, number two, Thalassophile, a 350 favourite. Yes, and she's another favourite that we're happy to let punters on today, Richard. Um, just, I think, the J-Mac tax is certainly in play with this one. She's a mare that tends to find a bit of trouble with her get-back style. We're willing to bank on her finding some bad luck again today. Even with clear running, her SP profile doesn't really back up that 350 quote today, we don't think. So we think punters will get sort of uh, towards that $4 mark late, and she could even be displaced as favourite the way things are going. Uh, but the horse that's likely to displace her is the top weight worthily. We made a mistake by betting some big odds about this horse during the week, but we've certainly had a flood of money, and we're happy to cop the tip for her now and keep her safe. Um, just race wasn't run to suit last night and a form prior in better grade reads well for a race of this nature. Um, so happy to take on the favourite Thalassophile and keep Worthley very safe in this one, Richard. Race five is a very good wooden stakes. Equal favourites now. Learning to fly, $4. Perfect proposal, $4. Still City, right there at 4.20. Tim, for a very good wooden. Yes, it certainly is a good race, Richard. Nice to see some of these better fillies coming back to the track. Um, we're happy to take on the favourite here, Learning to Fly. We just eased her back out to $4. Um, just didn't think her trial was anything to be over-enamoured by. I thought uh, Perfect Proposal did, you know, was probably just as good as her in that and has the race experience and better barrier here. So... We're happy to be in her corner while taking on uh, learning to fly. Uh, perfect proposal, as I said, should race on speed, has the map and race experience, so happy to keep her safe. Steel City, uh, been money for her this morning, sort of just behind those two at 4.20. Um, respect 
missing the money there, but I think perfect proposal is the one to beat here. Open midway. Sorry, Tim. Uh, we You're might, right, Richard. Go ahead. Might move on to race six here and open midway. Five dollars the field. Cheerful legend. Five dollars. Byron. Five fifty. Kibosh. A six dollar chance. Any any firm call on the midway here, Tim? Yeah, it is a bit of a tough one to have a firm call on, Richard. Just with you know, sort of five dollars the field being available. There is one that we're looking to keep safe, and that's uh, number thirteen, La Jolie Fee. Gets in with just the 52 kilos here and wasn't uh, far away in some similar races to this uh, earlier this prep and last prep. Well supported last start at Wyong, so happy to keep her to be the one we keep safe in a wide open affair, just given the specking she's had this morning. Outside of her, not a lot of interest. Uh, the likes of Kabosh and Starberetta are the real drifters this morning. Race 7 tw- uh, is a 1,200-metre benchmark, 88. Spacewalk, 230. Kalino, $3. Dehorn, Unicorn, 550. Yes, we're happy to take this favourite on uh, Spacewalk today. It's sort of been 220 out to 230 this morning. While he's certainly well in at the weights here, I just think this is a deep race uh, against some quality informed gallopers. Tough to say exactly where he'll get to in the run today as well. And I just would have liked to have seen a little more out of him that last 100 last race. Um, I think already eased out slightly this morning. I think punters will definitely get sort of 250, maybe even a touch better later on. Uh, hasn't been much interest in Colino this morning, though he is holding firm at around that $3 mark. He's the one we're looking to keep safe. Uh, just looks to have come back a new horse this prep. And with J-Mac in the saddle, no, no doubt he'll be popular, especially if the favourite drifts as we expect. It's got a race eight, the Expressway Stakes, number nine, Golden Mile, now at 210, Forbidden Love, 370, Maria Mia, $7, and Pizarro, short enough here at $7 for the Group 2, Wait for Rage. Yes, it's certainly an interesting betting race, Richard. We posted Forbidden Love favourite earlier in the week at 250. We have barely written a ticket on her all week, and she's now out to $3.70. We just thought she ticked a lot of boxes here, you know, gate one, First up, specialist. Um, you know, we th- originally thought she was the one to beat, but given we've had uh, very little interest on her, we're happy to, you know, keep easing her out a little until we get a bite. Um, that 370, starting to get a few bets there, so I don't think punters will get a whole lot better, but certainly an interesting drift there, Richard. Uh, Golden Mile has been solid enough. Uh, 210 after being $2 at one stage earlier this morning. While he's drawn well in four, being first up, I'm not sure how forward he'll be in the run and also in condition. So we'll be happy to take him on a little at the short price. While he's got the most upside in this field, just not sure how wound up he'll be, as I said. And certainly we'll have bigger fish to fry later this campaign. And as you mentioned, Richard, uh, good money for Bizarro. He's the one we're happy to keep safe. Um, just can perhaps map closer from gate three here and been well supported from double figures into $7 throughout the week. Race nine, we have a benchmark 88, 1,500 metres. Not much between two, Major Artie 290 and four, Bold Mac 310. Yeah, there was a bit between them in the market earlier in the week, Richard. We made a, a bit of a blue by betting $6 about Major Artie. Probably been one of the best back runners across the card today, so we're happy to cop the tip and keep him safe. Um, he should just race up on the pace from gate six and beaten less than a length at his past three starts. 
the track play is as expected towards those front runners. It might just be what he needs today to get across the line first. Um, with that, there's been very little interest for Bold Mac, so we're happy to take him on. I just don't think uh, his last start justified such a short price today. Another one that, you know, uh, the James McDonald factor certainly coming into play. Matt slightly tricky again today, so there's been not a lot of cash for him, so we're happy to continue easing him out until we get a bit of a buy. Last of the day, race 10, benchmark 78, 13.50. Think about it, a 2.20 favourite. Yes, Richard, and while we think think uh, think about it is a very nice horse, we're happy to make him our way of the day this week. Um, just think uh, there's it's a tough one to gauge the depth of his form in those midweek sort of races, and just for a horse stepping up to Saturday grade for the first time, I think sort of anything around that even money is very short. Um, also, the map could be a little tricky today. So just thought that even money was very short. Now at the 220, I, I think he'll continue to drift throughout the day. So we're happy to make think about it our way of the day today. Uh, is happy to back a few around him. Super Strike, I know Ron Duffersey was giving this a good chance, has been deep in the red for us all week and is now single figures. So we're happy to cop the tip there and keep him safe. Um, also good money for Grassy Stillia throughout the morning. With J-Mac on board, no doubt he'll continue to be popular, particularly if this favourite, think about it, drifts as we expected to, Richard. Good on you, Tim. Well played. We'll let you go, leaving uh, the best to last. Some people might think he's the best to last, but uh, think about it the lay of the day with the tab. Download your tab app and throw some cash in the accounts by the sounds of things. Thanks for having me on, Richard, and best of luck to any punters having a bet today. Tim Owens, thank you, and that does bring our morning to a close. Big thanks to all of our guests who joined us this morning. Um, it's much appreciated. Race morning, we realise it's um, a busy time for all the trainers and the jockeys, and uh, we appreciate their time to come on. Do it all again next weekend. The Autumn Carnival is well upon us again. Just like to um, um, say thank you to the team that made this show happen, especially Grant Borden. He's leaving us as far as this show goes for the moment. Um, this doesn't happen without his um, keeping us on the straight and narrow so uh, he'll still be doing bits and pieces here uh, around Sky Racing but for the purposes of this show he's moving on and he'll be missed he's a good man and we can't do it without him have a great weekend 27 minutes to midday Simon Harrison taking over shortly enjoy your racing see you next Saturday morning for the very best entertainment in the territory you just can't beat NT Thoroughbred Racing a day at the races simply must be on your bucket list whether it's Darwin the Alice or one of the country clubs about Aussie summer, what do you think of first? Rain. No, Mum. It's big, noisy and right in front of you. Oh, you mean you? No, Mum. The Bingley Summer Sale. It's on now, store-wide. Yes, with special deals for back to school and back to uni. And back to work. Now you should get back to work. I have to do some summer-related activities to get into the zone. No, you don't. The Bingley Summer Sale. This week only. Bingley. Better living every day. Ready to run. He's parading really nicely. Stand by. Ready to go. Set down. Good line. Coming to the very edge. Who's in motion? All in. Wait for a time. Get ready for the roll. They're off and pacing. Down and out of the gate. And the favourites found the lead. Welcome to Australia's most comprehensive racing coverage. She's winding up and have a look at a go. Still a leader. He's flat out. But look at this go. This is unprecedented. Bounce. Races away. Can they get past him? Hanging on. Hanging on. Here she comes and there she goes. He just keeps fighting. She's giving. Change.
fair in the Doombin Cup. Another sensational performance. She's the queen of the coast. A very exciting filly. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the National Racing Service with Simon Harrison. And a very good morning to you. It's 25 minutes to midday. Big afternoon at Trentham ahead of us. The Group 1 Harcourt Thornton Mile is the feature race, race 7. It'll jump our time at 1.54, but they're fairly close for the third race on the program where it's Express Yourself, the $4 favourite. Okay, we are set. Favourite out of three. Gates are open, they're off and racing here. They break away okay. Scotch wasn't too badly away. He's uh, going to try and just get up with those outside horses. Meanwhile, Piper's playing at Giacomo. Highlighter begin well with Express Yourself and Stylish Office of the Wider and Master Park is inside of all of those. Then Little Red Corvette, the one they've bet strongly. Scotch is outside and Rockja is over on the inside of those. So not much from first to last year as it is Master Park over on the inside and Giacomo over on the outside. Back behind them Pipers fling Hemi Ritterpest and Highlighter. Express yourself coming forward wider around Scotch Rockja. Then Stardish Officer and Little Red Corvette is looking to get to the outside as they're into the straight over the junction on the course proper here. And Master Park down on the inside using the big frame to kick along now from Giacomo. Highlighter, Express yourself starting to wind up a little wider out. Master Park still though, halfway down, out by a couple or three lengths. Highlighter's coming after us, starting to flow home nicely over on the outside. Outside and wider out then Stardish officer starting to put it. Master Park Highlighter ranged up and got it. Highlighter, Highlighter to the line will be Master Park Stardish officer third and Little Red Corvette four. Express yourself five. Then Giacomo Hemi Ritterpest behind those Rockja Pipers fling and Scotch. Yeah, Sullivan Scott stable at Matter Matter and Irishman Joe Doyle continues his uh, good form. Highlighter at 6.52.30 has been able to grab Master Park who was just feeling the effort earlier on late in the piece and then we had Stardish Officer who was back last wide coming home and Little Red Corvette will be there for first four players after our third of the day uh, went up to uh, Master Park as though it was going to just steam right on by but Master Park fought pretty well for a horse that was working hard, he's a big fellow, tried hard and uh, then we had Stardish Officer was uh, a nice run as well here Swens. Mm, nice performance uh, from Highlighter, the Mirbo Sham Express went two start 20 and gobbled up the leader Master Park, he's been fantastic Fantastic again. He gave a really good kick at the top of the straight. And there to catch him. And Highlighter was the one that was good enough to do that. Stolish officer hit the line nicely. And the eight little red Corvette. I'm not sure exactly who he is here for the O'Sullivan and Scott team. Uh, they have scratched uh, Durzo uh, later on in the program. But we'll just stand by and see who we can... Okay, so six, two, four, eight are the numbers there. Trentham, six highlighter written by Joe Doyle. Return seven forty and two sixty. Two Master Park second two eighty. Four stylish officer third four thirty and eight fourth, which was little red Corvette. Now our our next commitment will come from New Zealand and Rickerton. Their third is due in twelve minutes. At five to midday, Brett Davis will find us winners for Morfordville. At around ten after twelve, Newcastle best bets with Phil Roberts. At a quarter past midday, Nicole Thomas will take a look at the tab movers for Expressway Stakes Day at Rose Hill. And following that first at Rose Hill at 20 past, we'll then head back to Nicole and take a look at the tab movers for the Mooney Valley meeting as well as the Sunshine Coast.
But in the morning, in the meantime now, we'll take a replay of an interview from this morning and we heard from uh, trainer Adrian Bott. Good morning, guys. Team's ticking along nicely. I'm sure Duff will um, want to elaborate, but pretty nice two-year-old there at Sandown during the week. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, he's actually really, uh, really, really straightforward um, type of horse, and um, he's, he's progressing nicely. And um, took that good to see him take that next step in that in that grade, and yeah, it's a little bit of further improvement to come. So it looks a uh, yeah, it looks the right profile of horse for um, you know for for a race like the Blue Diamond. And uh, just touching on the trials yesterday, I thought it looks like North Star Lass has come back well. Yeah, excellent. Um, yeah, I, I was really pleased to see how how well she'd come back. She, she had a pretty quick turnaround. Uh, yeah, from what was a busy busy campaign um, last last time in, and even sort of taking it down for that one run in in in, in Melbourne, uh, things didn't work out. So I was fearful we may have went one too many, but she came back better than ever. So I was um, yeah pretty confident the way she looked at the start of the campaign that we were in good shape and yeah she's she's trialled up accordingly they didn't do much in the trial it was sort of you know, a sit and sprint there but she was nice and sharp and good through the line so um you know looking forward to getting her back back uh back to the races and how's the two fillies from the gold coast the two nice fillies uh platinum jubilee and summer loving what's the story with them Did a little freshen or yeah they, they they didn't really have long in in, in fairness I, I think we're uh even to begin with the the, the the, the slipper date was sort of a, a week closer than, than traditionally and um, plus with the, the, the race getting delayed another four or five days so that sort of really got condensed so they just had a, um, a very short turnaround but they're back in the stable um, haven't settled on exactly what the lead ups will be for, for each of them um, but planning on giving them um, one to two runs, probably Platinum Jubilee may have the two runs through the sort of traditional path, the Silver Slipper and into the Phillies race and Golden Slipper and Summer Lovely may only just need the one. So, um, but we'll finalise that just in the uh, in, in the coming weeks. But both seem to have pulled up really well and, and look in good shape. Well, they're not the only two-year-olds. You've got Red Resistance. He looks a really good col- quality colt with upside. Yeah, a, a lot to like about him. He's a um, beautiful profile horse. And uh, I, I thought it was a, an excellent win on debut. He's still... Still a bit raw and a bit new. We saw there there at times, um, but he, he he kept responding under under pressure. So um, certainly a lot of upside to him. I, I think he's improved nicely. He's certainly going to be sort of right on the top of his game today. But uh, I, I think he's a quality colt with a lot of upside, and he's got the got the benefit of the um, you know the, the, the experience there, and I, I guess the fitness run. Uh, resonator in race three. He goes up in distance, but gets control. Yeah, I think that's the key as well. Um, he, we, we had the blinkers on for him last start, which which come off. Um, he, he just wasn't able to get in that position that he, he, he likes to control things. And then with the blinkers on for the first time, he just raced a bit keen and was never really able to be sort of settled or into a rhythm at any stage on the Gold Coast, plus a, a pretty firm track. So uh, I think uh, a little bit of sting out of the ground today is a, a big benefit. Um, and, and naturally, I think sort of testing at that distance for the first time, if he can find the right run and get into that sort of nice rhythm, I, I, I think he'll be uh, he'll be well suited to that race. Uh, the fillies um, in the uh, in the win, uh, just glamorous as a well-bred filly. She's had a, a trial since the last run. Yes, yeah, she has. Uh, I, I thought she trolled up trolled up nicely. Um, she was up on the up on the Gold Coast there, uh, sort of sweating on a run. She didn't quite get that, so she's. Uh, yeah, she's sort of been up to the mark ever since her debut at Warwick Farm and and that was a good race on that occasion, just sort of 
got back from a wide draw and they didn't really go hard. Uh, so she came from a, a tough position, but I thought she worked on really well and showed a bit of promise. Uh, just a tricky draw for her today. Um, not entirely sure um, how we'll how we'll ride her. I just sort of look at the maps sort of later later this morning. But she's she's got the tactical speed from a from her last couple of runs, uh, from her last couple of sort of barrier trials. Um, be able to see how that, that maps out. The other filly, um, perfect proposal, obviously drawn drawn well inside, and she's got a, a, a good deal of speed herself. So looking to see her quite prominent, and and, and I think she's back in, in, in good shape and obviously a smart filly as well. Yeah, uh, well, we talk about Platinum Jubilee. You go back to the gym crack, and this filly went out very, very hard, perfect proposal, and she was the only survivor. I, I, you could argue hers was by far the run of the race. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, I had so much. Um, yeah, obviously she she was probably the more fancied of the three runners going into that race, and I, I still thought she, she ran accordingly. Uh, yeah, I loved her pat, and she she led him up, and sort of had a, a bit of pressure at various stages, and you know, sort of only to be claimed late. Obviously, it set up well for a, a filly to be coming coming on late, but I, I thought she still had you know, so much merit to that run. Uh, Major Artie's ready third up now. Yeah, I think so. Um, his two runs have been excellent. Um, yeah, build, building nicely. Just you know, last start, he was very, very game, and and you know, he's had to do a little bit of work from from that wide draw. But his fitness is has been building, improving nicely. So hopefully today's a day with a little bit more improvement to come. He can uh, he, he can get that win. And we all talk about this Waterhouse Bot style of racing. Another horse that goes forward, and you win a lot of races going forward. And for Valor, he he gets complete control today as well. He he might be hard to catch. Yeah, I, I think that'll be a, a if he can do that. Certainly going to um, he'll appreciate that. And I, I think now, sort of being third up, um, he's sort of ready to peak. Seen him improve. It. He may have just sort of may have just sort of peaked on his run there last day. I thought he travelled well, loomed up nicely, but just that that last furlong, obviously, sort of. He just weakened out of it, but uh, I think that's brought him on, brought him on nicely, and, and today looks a suitable race. Hopefully, a good day for the stable. Uh, looking forward to it. Thank you, Adrian. Uh, Adrian Bot there, Gay and Adrian, and uh, yeah, Ronnie, the the instructor, he couldn't have done too much more. And Gay and Adrian, like some of those bigger stables, try and sort out where their two-year-olds go, but. He, um, he couldn't have done too much more during the week by the looks. The instructor winning that uh, preview for the Blue Diamond there on Thursday. Now, having a look at the jockey challenge markets for this afternoon. First of all, for Rose Hill, James McDonald is $1.10. Tim Clark is $11. And Jason Collett, $15. So $1.10 there for J-Mac. Everything else in, uh, in double figures. Mooney Valley, our favourite is uh, Blake Shin. At two thirty, narrowly over Jamie Carr at two eighty. Matty can't ride five dollars fifty. They're the only ones in single figures there. For Newcastle today, Aaron Bullock is two seventy. Mitchell Bell is three dollars. Keegan Latham is at three dollars ten. Double figures, everything else. Walfordville Bar and Vorster, he's favourite two forty. Lockie Neendorf at four sixty. Ben Price six dollars fifty. Uh, then any other jockey at eight dollars. Campbell Rewilla at eight dollars fifty. At the Sunshine Case, Ben Thompson is $3. Angela Jones, James Orman, Kyle Wilson, Taylor, all at $4.60. For the Sapphire Coast, Josh Richards is $3.20. Jess Taylor, $4.80. Quade Crows, $6.50. Any other jock, $7.50. At the Gold Coast, uh, Sean Cormack is $3.20. Justin Stanley, $3.40. Jake Malloy is at $6.50. And at Tamworth, Ben Looker is $2.30, Clayton Gallagher 3 20 
any other jockey at $6. We'll have best bets for the uh, the big card at the Sapphire Coast today with Anthony Manton at five minutes past one. And best bets for New South Wales Racing at Tamworth with Rod Fuller due at 1.40. We'll take a break and then pick up a little bit of pre-race commentary heading into the third race from Rickerton. Brain tumour, migraine, dementia. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Bet fixed odds on races 1 to 6 at Rose Hill, Mooney Valley and the Sunshine Coast. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's on website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? when you're on the green in regulation but he holds it from the bunker at Drummond Golf we get it that's why we have our lowest price guarantee as Australia's biggest you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf but if you do happen to find a lower advertised price we'll beat it the Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee unbeatable conditions apply Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday Bet fixed odds on races 1 to 6 at Rose Hill, Mooney Valley and the Sunshine Coast. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's on website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. What we'll do now is head to Rickerton, New Zealand. Their third's coming up in a, around six. 60 seconds. It's 3.70 for the favourite here. Over to you. And once we've wrapped up this race, uh, Brett Davis, our South Australian race caller, will join me for best bets at Morfordville. Timed run here and a good speed up front. He could get over the top of them. Five to beat three, one and two here. Brendan for race number three. Thanks, Matt. This is an interesting betting picture here too because over to you was drifting. Uh, was a price of $3, is now out to four twenty, and we are going to see a flip in favouritism and it's right now. $3.80 for Avitas. This is a really good go from $8.50 to see this horse start favourite at three eighty. We had some market support too around Eptimum. Uh, that's hovering around that $6 quote. So a couple of horses away from over to you. Getting back to you, Aidan. Sure are. That uh, second and third favourites when we first looked. So maybe that's uh, just a sign that there's a lot of speed that they're thinking that over to you won't be able to, to dictate and, and get to her own terms in front. Um, the way I see it, I thought she would because uh, she is just such a fast mare. Uh, she's going to get forward. And we have a sensation BP as well from Trentham. Yep, we've just heard through that La Creek is not taking her place in the Thorndon Mile. She has been scratched. Uh, late scratch from the Thorndon Mile in La Creek. We'll have more around that uh, development around La Creek, uh, late scratching from the Thorndon Mile due to the downgrade uh, in track conditions. This is the Kadaka 2023 starts tomorrow over 1,200 metres for 75 gallopers. We'll get to you, Matt Cross. 
Thank you, Brendan. 380 favourite here, number seven of Eaters after opening at $8.50. Pick up right here for Terry Mosley. Under the 56 kilos. Over to you, number five. Remain favourite right through betting until the last minute. She's $3 out to $4.50. And Deptimum getting into $5.50 after opening at eight. Tunnel wash starting stalls. Odessa can now win. Ready to race. They're off from the 1,200 metres. Fast away, Radiant Rosie. Divine Divo, Jessica booting through to the inside. Over to you, held together out in the deep from Eptimum. Evita's wide with fiscal fun. Behind those, Catalina Bay, Capelka and Harborside. Wide with cover is keen to run it. At the back is Sentient. The leader is O Jessica. One off the rail, joined three wide by Over to You. Divine Dive keen underneath of those. Eptimum gets a cushy run. So too, Radiant Rosie. Evita's is about four wide. A length away then, fiscal fun. Two off Harborside around Catalina Bay, then keen to run sentient and Kapelka is last one off the rail the leader remains O Jessica at the 500 divine dive in the orange on the rail Eptimum barging out underneath of over to you Avitas sustained to run wider than fiscal fun radiant Rosie and Harborside looking for a run divine dive kicks through underneath of O Jessica radiant Rosie piercing through wider out fiscal fun running on with a genuine effort still there as well as Eptimum radiant Rosie got through outside a divine dive to strike the lead radiant Rosie leads from Eptimum Running on Catalina Bay. Radiant Rosie just in front. Eptimum's coming again here. Eptimum the outside dives at Radiant Rosie and made it very interesting. Eptimum and Radiant Rosie. And a photo, third across Catalina Bay, then Harborside from Keen to Run, Divine Dive in it for a long way. Next across was Sentient, followed over by Capelka, Fiscal Fun of Vesis. Odessica and the last of them across will be over to you, but it's put in a mighty dive on the outside here. It's either three Eptimum, 660 and 210, or eight Radiant Rosie, 2380 and 530. Photos all around. Eptimum has got the decision. Nail Radiant Rosie right where it matters. Three Eptimum. Radiant Rosie second on the inside, the eights. Catalina Bay's finished only a head off the winner. Runner number 10 for third and Harborside, the one runs fourth. Eptimum, good to see him back in the winner's circle. Given a beautiful ride just in behind the speed by Jasmine Fawcett. Got him clear at the right time. Had a couple of lengths to make up on Radiant Rosie who had a handy break inside the furlong. But he's been really gallant to pick her up. The Schnitzel 8-year-old out of Paramount. John Black out of trains. Jasmine Fawcett aboard takes out race number three ahead of a brave Radiant Rosie. And Catalina Bay, not far away for third. Rounding out your first four. Three, eight and ten. Catalina Bay running third there at $2.90. That was the third there from uh, Rickerton. Uh, now, just recapping the news uh, that uh, the late scratching in race eight at Trentham is number six, Raffle. Number six, Raffle has come out of uh, that eighth at Trentham. Now, in South Australia, it's Durbridge Stakes Day at Morfittville. It's fine, a good four. And Brett Davis joins me now online. Brett, good morning. Good morning, Simon. Good morning, everybody. Yes, Durbridge Stakes Day. Kemmel Pass are looking to uh, emulate Royal Ida, who won it on three occasions back in the mid-2000s. I'm not sure whether he's going well enough to do it, to be honest, but the market suggests he's a big chance. I'm, I'm going to tip Bo Rosser. I think he's primed to run well and see you in heaven. Obviously, the three-year-old filly, she's a star on the rise and she's very well weighted. Uh, it's a great race. It's a great edition of the race. I'm looking forward to that coming up later on, race eight. I won't be labelling a special there, although I do think Bo Rossa is a really good place bet today. But best bets-wise, I'm going race two, number one, Nastraya. This is a young three-year-old. It's in a good quality race. He's had the one start for one win. It's 
quite taken by him. He looks like he's got gears. He looks like he's got well above average ability. He was scheduled to run 10 days ago, but was scratched due to the heat. Um, since then, he's had more work, and I think that'll aid him today. So I'm happy to tip him. Race two, number one, Astray. You can get an each-way price if you want to go each way. Best bet of the day for me is race three, number three, Miss Muccini. She's very talented. She's better than the opposition she's racing. She she can be a little warm in the paddock and be a little bit uh, inconsistent, but I think David Jolly's had time now with her, and I expect her to follow up on her good win at Oatbank first up. So race two, number one, Nostraya. Race three, number three, Miss Muccini is the best at Morphville. Thanks very much, Brett. Uh, good calling today. Thanks, buddy. Speak to you later. Cheers. There he is, uh, Brett Davis. Now... Rickerton, it was 3 8 10, one round fourth there, which was Harborside. We'll continue with uh, our replays from this morning now, and we heard from trainer Annabelle Neesham. Annabelle Neesham has a nice team coming to Rosehill Gardens today. Pretty exciting filly as well by the looks. Good morning, Annabelle. Morning, how are you? Good, thank you. How's your morning going so far? So far, so good. How's Zaki? Yeah, Zaki, he's in great order. He's going to have a... He'll be at the trials on Monday. He'll have a sort of initial quiet trial. And, um, yeah, he's feeling very bright and well. Uh, today, Annabelle, for Mo in the race two, he's a, he's a nice horse in a hot race, I'd have to say. Yeah, we've, we look... It's a small field, but it, there looks to be a couple of very smart colts. So we'll certainly get a, a line on him. Um, he's a horse we liked very early on. He's... He won one of the Breeders' Plates trials, um, and then we we put him out. Um, and he, he probably did disappoint us a bit first up at Canterbury. Um, it did rain a fair bit that day. The track was a little bit affected, and um, I think he has come on a lot from that. You can't fault him at home. Um, so we'll see what he does today. But yeah, looks a couple of uh, smart colts um, in the race. Um, but, yeah, it's small field, and hopefully he just probably needs to learn to relax a bit. And if he can do that, hopefully he's... He's still there fighting out the finish. Race three, African Daisy. She gets weight relief up in class, but going okay. Yeah, and she's. We, we keep running her at Canterbury, and probably she probably doesn't really get around there all that well. And yeah, she is up in class, but down in the weight. She's not an overly big um, mare, and she has been carrying quite big weights. So hopefully that weight relief will help. She'll need a little bit of luck from that from that gate, but she's a really honest horse. Interesting horse in race four, tip of the spear. Uh, how's he trained on after that good Aussie debut? Yeah, very good. Um, sort of toying between running him today or waiting a week for the 1800, but he's a real natural stayer. Um, I thought his first up run was really good. Um, so his work's been great. He looks pretty fit and um, up to a more suitable distance, hopefully. Um, he again will be fighting out the finish. It's a funny race. It's a, it's a slow race on paper, and he's got a good draw. Is he capable of sort of holding half a position here? Well, I hope so. Um, you'd imagine, you know, he's, it's a reasonable jump up and trip for him, and, and as you say, he's drawn well. So uh, we're still learning about him. Um, we'll, we will just sort of ride him where he's comfortable, but hopefully that will just be closer um, than, than he was a few weeks ago. And probably the one most one we want to talk about this morning is this filly learning to fly. She looks quality. Expectations today? Yeah, really looking forward to getting her to the races. She's, there's obviously a bit of a spruik on her because she's, she has trialled up very impressively um, and she certainly does nothing wrong at home. Um, I'm always a bit um, nervous of giving a mm. two-year-old a really big push before they've got to the races. 
because um, they've got to produce it on the day and you know it's going to be a very hot day today and um, temperature wise you, you've got to hope they can handle that and and it also looks a really hot field um, but I wouldn't flop her for anything at this stage um, she's very impressive at home and and she's looked brilliant in her trials so um, yeah we're really excited to see what she can do. Okay, what do we expect to see from her today? As far as what's her attitude like, and uh, you know, is she a hot filly, or is she? Is she? Well, uh... Interestingly, she was she was hot last preparation. She, she trialed quite well for the gym crack trials, and we just decided to put her away. She was just getting a bit buzzy, and she's come in absolutely horizontal this time through. So I think that we did the right thing. Um, she's really grown up. Um, again, you never know till you get them there, um, and both her trials have been at home, which. Um, I do like to take them away, but just the way the calendar's been. But she, she, um, yeah, she's she's pretty relaxed at home. So I imagine she should take it all in her stride today. And um, if yeah, I, I'd be very disappointed if she wasn't finding out the finish. Okay. Well, let's hope next this time next year she's uh, on the back of a Ferrari with a tow bar <laughs> on and her own little float. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. I'm, I'm yet to see the day where a Ferrari's got a. a uh, a tow bar on it, but um, yeah, maybe. never know. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Annabelle. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so Annabelle Nisha a little earlier. Now, just recapping this important late scratching in the Group 1 at Trentham today. The filly is out the creek due to the track being downgraded to a heavy nine. Uh, so she has been withdrawn, number four, which means that the Graham and Debbie Rogerson trained sharp and smart is now the pronounced favourite at $2.40. Uh, the next best in the market with Lower Creek coming out, Coventina Bay at three seventy. Uh, demonization or demonetization is at seven dollars, and he's a doozy is at nine dollars fifty. But sharp and smart now will jump the favourite at two forty. Lark Creek, a late scratching from the Thorndon Mile due to the track downgrade to a heavy nine. Right, we're right on midday. In just a moment, we'll pick up another interview replay with third trainer Michael Friedman. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Well, Michael Freeman is joining us on a Saturday morning. G'day, Michael. Morning, Richard. Morning, Duff. Good time of year. Um, summer, but autumn almost upon us. Are you happy with what you see in the barn there at the moment? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty happy. I've got a lot of young horses, so... Um, you know, the, the runners going to the races are sort of a little bit sparse of late, but um, no, I think there's a few of them shaping up all right, so fingers crossed. Yeah, you lost one during the week, obviously sold to Hong Kong, Ringmaster. He, he, he'd be a nice little purchase for them over there. Oh, for sure. He, um, you know, I think he, he sort of, just this prep, started to, to really sort of produce what he'd been showing for a little while, and he hadn't had a, a great deal of luck as a young horse, so... Um, yeah, I think he could, if he settles in and acclimatises well up there, I think he could do a great job. Mm. I love the way Blanc de Blanc uh, glided through that trial uh, yesterday. She she looks to be ticking along nicely. Yeah, yeah, I was really happy with it. Um, you know, it was nice to give her an opportunity to sort of be ridden off for speed with a bit of cover because obviously with both her race starts, um, as they panned out, she sort of wasn't able to do that, so... It was good that James was able to sort of find a nice spot on her and, and just let her sort of work through her gears without being pressured. So, you know, fingers crossed she comes through that well and we can potentially head towards the millennium in two weeks. Mm. 
Uh, race three, uh, Daytona, tongue tie on today. He's he's ready to step up in distance now. I think so. Um, you know, like he, he he got his tongue sort of back and, and over the bit there at the Gold Coast last start um, on what was probably also a pretty leader-dominated track that day. Um, so he, he had some genuine excuses, so we put the tongue tie on him. Um, he's run prior to that here at Randwick. It was a really good run. He probably was a bit bit unlucky that day. So, yeah, I think he's ready to take the step to, to that distance. Um, small field uh, should should suit. And if he can find a nice spot, I think he's a, a genuine chance. Uh, your filly in race five, Mumbai Music, uh, Mumbai Musk, is uh, it's a hot race, but just, I like what I see from her. She's got nice ability. She does. Um, I, I've liked her for a little while. Um and I've been, you know, very happy with, with both her trials. Um, you know, I think sort of, in my view, her trials sort of profile a bit similar to to the filly of uh, Annabelle Neeshan's running today. So um, it's, it's it's an awkward draw, obviously. I mean, even with the reduced size of the field to, I think it's nine now, um, she'll jump from the outside. So we'll probably just have to take our medicine and, and give her a chance early because um, I think she's a filly that, you know, could continue to improve and progress into the autumn and, and who knows where she might be able to end up. Mm, and Forbidden Love, you're probably your A seed for the day. She was as sharp as a tack in her recent trial. Yeah, look, she, oh, she's, you know, she's given me some sleepless nights, Miss Mare. Um, obviously, in the spring, she she sort of was a bit indifferent, um, you know, with her form and, and that was sort of similar to previous spring where she was a little bit the same and then sort of managed to bounce back in the autumn. So... I was very happy with her trial, um, and she seems to have sort of had a good 10, 12 days since then. Um, you know, she looks great. Uh, looks like a, a good race for her to, to try and find a bit of form again. So I'm really happy with her physically, um, just going there sort of hoping that she, she decides to sort of produce on race day what she sort of showed at home and in her barrier trial. Okay. Um, uh, so you're, you're happy going in with the one trial? I suppose you, she did enough in that trial to suggest that's all she needed anyway. Yeah, well, she did the same thing last year. She went into the expressway off, off just the one nice trial leading up. So, you know, uh, just looking at it, you know, she's, she's a fit mare, certainly fit enough for that type of race today. Um, and, you know, I, I think uh, from from the barrier that she's drawn Hopefully she can get a fairly economical run wherever that is. Um, and, and as I said, you know, it'd just be nice to sort of see her regain a bit of that autumn form from last year. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Good on you, Michael. Great to chat. Good luck with your runners at Rose Hill today. Thanks, boys. Hello, Frank Walker from National Tire. Frank, you've been advertising on radio for over 25 years now. Yep, radio has built the National Tiles brand. Why has it been so effective? Well, radio builds trust. They trust our brand. It's helped make us the largest family-owned tile company in Australia. Your lifetime guarantee. Frank, you had me at hello. <laughs> That's the power of radio, Grace. Discover the unlimited ways radio can build trust in your brand at commercialradio.com.au. Radio Unlimited. Since the start of 2016, English Classic graduates have won races such as the Everest, Melbourne Cup, Golden Slipper, Blue Diamond, Randwick Dinnies and Lightning Stakes. The 2023 Classic Catalogue available now at english.com.au. Sail at Riverside, February 12 to 14. Missing your daily dive into the sporting smorgasbord? The BSB is back Monday with the latest local and international sport and racing, plus your calls and texts. The Big Sports Breakfast... 
Sunday morning from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Bet fixed odds on races 1 to 6 at Rose Hill, Mooney Valley and the Sunshine Coast. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's on website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858. Today's Racing, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Sky Sports Radio at seven minutes after midday. Let's take you to Newcastle for best bets now. And Phil Roberts, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, Simon. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Newcastle today, where we've got a pretty steamy day at this point. 30 degrees at the moment, but uh, 80% humidity makes it feel hotter than that. We are on a good four. The rail is out three metres the entire. And uh, an eight-event program. The two I've gone for here, race six, number three, uh, show no compassion. Aaron Bullock for Richard Lip. It's only had four starts. It's been placed its past two and just seems to be improving, getting up in trip. It was most recently uh, placed at Kembla uh, over this distance. Only beaten a length, uh, ran second there and he can go one better today and race seven number five competition this is the first time he's raced on a good track today the step to 1500 really suits third run back from a spell he's come from a mile back at his two runs this time in over 1200 and 1350 uh, came from last at wine over 1350 last start in a field of 13 from the outside gate and uh, wasn't beaten all that far at all much better drawn today and looks a, a really good chance so six three seven five good luck at newcastle today good on you phil we'll take a break and uh, we shouldn't be too far away from the tab movers with the Cole Thomas for Rose Hill. We'll take an update for race one shortly too with Darren. They're on a soft five in the first the tab highway is due at uh, 20 minutes after midday. In fact, it's just under 12 minutes away. So let's take you trackside to Rose Hill Gardens. Darren Flindell, good afternoon. And good afternoon to you as well, uh, Simon. Runners are heading to the yard for the first of the day. The tab highway being staged over 1,500 metres and what's really developing into a warm day out here in Sydney's west, just touching 31 degrees now. Number one, Zagalo at $41. Two, Lord DeCenimo at 14 Epic Ranger at 11 King of Spades, the favourite, into 4.40. Gets the three-kilo claim of Hannah Williams today. Jousting at 100 Ole Kawatu. At 6.50, shooting for three in a row this preparation. How's it, Kev, 15. Dan's Adele, 17. Smilisha at 34. Master Rewards, 21. A girl's best friend is in great form, shooting for three in a row. $6 the quote out from 480 this morning. Been some support for Amaranth as the days progressed, was 13 earlier into $10 now. Early markets had Amaranth priced at 23. Stable mate to the favourite. Behind the storm, 34. Eastern Globe in on the drift, 650 earlier, out to $8 now. So King of Spades has been very consistent in the highway race. Is the favourite for the first at 4.40. It's coming up in 10 from now. Just quickly, tactic changes for the card today. And the first as they come into the yard, Sagala to be ridden conservatively, Jousting to be ridden conservatively, Master Awards to be ridden further forward. In race two, Fermo to be ridden with cover. In the third, we've got four runners to race further forward, being Cosmic Minerva, Wadigos, Daytona and African Daisy, all to be 
uh, more handy in the run. In the fourth, number one, Worthily to be further forward. And Secret Glamour, the intention is to be at least midfield today. Move on to race seven, Invincible Kiss to race further forward. In race nine, Niffler, number three, to race further forward, along with Savory, number ten. And in the last, French Marine to race further forward. So you're up to date with the tactic changes in the yard for race one. Thanks, Darren. Let's take Trent to Martha Distacol. Thomas will join me and we'll take a look at the tab movers for this card at Rose Hill. Decades for success in New Zealand. All right. Just about to load up now. And we're re we are ready. Favourite out of two, Kenny Rock. Gates are back. We're off. Jumped okay. Flying Meg inside. It went well. Dex Regrets has uh, begun quickly. Roughhouse Rose is coming forward and his pressure out wide. The Seagull and Strange Love go forward as two Tex Regrets and then current surge behind them, Rakia. Over on the outside, Platinum Bordeaux, Jimmy Dean is the next one over on the inside of these with a true believer as followed through then by Sir Beach uh, then we have the beaver behind them unusual saint, one off El Maraki the inside, the seagull went back in the finish with Nod and Lurid has gone back to be the last one, Strange Love going on with it to the 1600 metre entrance to the back of the track from Roughhouse Rosie who is second and then we've got Bear Grylls going forward the next one is Tex Regrets, Flying Meg the inside and uh, Kenny Rock is now going between those, Boston got off the fence. Speed's okay here. 1,400 metres to run. There's two lengths away. Then two. Current Surge and Rakia. Around those Platinum Bordeaux. Jimmy Dean the inside of uh, the next one is the True Believer. The Beavers around those wider out. They're followed through then by uh, Sir Beach back on the inside. The outside unusual Saint from the Seagull El Meraki Lurid and not over on the outside is last of all. Strange loves the leader down the back of the track and races past the 1,000 metres now. Bear Grylls second, Roughhouse Rosie third, Kenny Rock ready to go. Tex Regrets comes forward, wider out on that. And then we've got Flying Meg with these runners as uh, current surge. And Platinum Bordeaux as they run by the 800 metres. Rakia the Beavers wider out. Back behind that, the Seagull starts to pick up. As too does Lurid. Uh, then Jimmy Dean from the True Believer. With those as Sir Beach, not unusual. Saint and El Meraki whips are on the inside of them. He's taken Kenny Rock to the lead a long way from home here, boss and it tops the straight here in front but travels well now from Tex Regrets the Beaver out wide Lurid runs on back over on the inside Roughhouse Rosie right he's trying to clear them the toppy Kenny Rock and he did at the 300 metres he put up five out wide Lurid runs on really well as two then does the Beaver back in behind these Sir Beats Kenny Rock he's floating around a bit they're trying to grab him out wide they're coming quickly now here's Lurid coming after him back over on the end look at this one Sir Beats over on the outside. Kenny Rock clinging on. He's in front. And Kenny Rock. Oh, boy. Whoa, Kenny Rock and Sir Beats lurid. It's close first here, folks. And then we had Rakia with uh, the Beaver alongside of that. Current surge, the Seagull, text regrets, Roughhouse, Rosie, big rules. Then El Meraki, further away when they've had it then has been the true believer. Platinum Bordeaux was back, Jimmy Dean. Uh, Nod was back, unusual Saint Strange Love and Flying Meg. Has he got there? Has he got there? Gee, the six came at him. 
It's a camera, six of beats, 2480 and 650, or one county rock, 350, and lurid in the middle of them, number three at 2810 and $8.10. It'll miss out and just run third. Right, we need to take a look at the tab movers for Rose Hill and Nicole Thomas. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Simon. The first the tab highway is due in six minutes. Nicole, what's been backed in race one? Well, there's a few roughies that have been supported, but probably the best back runner is King of Spades, number four. It's the favourite in the race. It's $4.20 now, in from five fifty. So it goes down as the tab mover. But there are other ones to note. Epic Ranger, number three, has been backed. Amaranth as well. A girl's best friend had some early support, but King of Spades gets the nod as the mover. King of Spades, the mover there in race one over to race number two. And this is the first of the two-year-olds, the Canterbury Stakes. It's all about King's Gambit here. I know it's short, number one, $1.20. Now in from a dollar thirty-five today, so that's where the early support is. And I will mention another one that did come in, a Chevron number three. We've got a huge price, about seventy-one dollars. Now it's twenty-three, but it's all about King's Gambit, the favourite number one. So number one, King's Gambit, there in race two, over to the third event. Uh, now what uh, is being backed here in race three? Well, Cosmic Minerva, it's a two dollar sixty favourite, and it's been met with good support since we opened this market, three sixty into two sixty overall. But there's another one worth noting, Daytona number nine. It's into five fifty today and in from about twelve dollars overall in this market. So two very good moves. I'll still go with Cosmic Minerva as our mover. Right, Cosmic Minerva number two, the push over to race for the two thousand meter tab handicap. Well, Worthily has been incredibly well backed here, number one. $3.60 now, in from $8. Uh, another one that's been specced, uh, maybe at odds here, Chateau Park, number 10, into 21 from 34. But really, Worthily, that's definitely the tab mover, number one. Race four, number one. Race five is the Phillies, uh, two-year-old Wooden Stakes. There's three that have been backed. Learning to fly into 390 and perfect proposal into four. They were backed as soon as markets went up. But Steel City has been the most recently supported runner, number 11. It's been $7 into 420 overall. So it's going to make Steel City our market mover, Simon. Number 11 in the Widden race six is the 1350 metre midway handicap. Your cheerful legends come in, number five. It's into $5 from an opening eight fifty. And the other one I've noticed very good support for is number 13, La Jolie Fee. It's into $7 from an opening 12. So two decent moves for those runners, but I'll go La Jolie Fee, number 13, as our mover. 13, uh, the push over to race seven, the 1,200 metre Schweppes handicap. Yeah, an interesting betting race, this uh, race, with Spacewalk just on the drift slightly today, out to $2.30. It's our favourite. Uh, there is some money for Destination, number eight. I noticed this was a big price. It's been about $18 into $10. So no real moves for the favourites. I'm going to Destination as our tab mover. OK, so that's in race uh, seven. Air over to race eight, the feature of the 1,200 metre expressway stakes. There is support for Golden Mile, the favourite here, number nine. It's coming a little bit, two twenty-five into two dollars ten. I think it bottomed out at the two dollar quote. Uh, we go to another one. There's been excellent support for uh, ever since we opened the market. Actually, Pizarro, number three, eleven dollars into seven dollars overall. And Maria Mia met with a little bit of support, number five two. But I'll put Pizarro on top there, number three. So number three over to race nine, the fifteen hundred metre Kiora Stud handicap. And who's been back to here? Or well, punters like Major Artie here, number two. It's into $3 from an opening $5, so excellent support. At Odd Caesars Palace has had some admirers, number five, and Bazooka came in a little bit with support for Niffler too. So there are some that have been backed, but overall Major Artie is well and truly the best back, number two. Number two, Major Artie. And race number 10, the last is the 1,350 metre Shandon handicap. 
Well, think about it is our favourite. It's just been solid now, drifting back out to $2.25. Grassilli Style has been made with excellent support recently. It's into $5 and open about the $8.50 price. So excellent support. So am I has come in, number four as well. Uh, so Super Pursuit as well, certainly worth a mention, number one. It's been about 26 into $8.50. Some good moves there, but good recent support. I'll go Grassilli Styler, number seven. Grassilli Styler, um, number seven, uh, the move there. That's in race number 10. And what was the best in Sydney? Well, I have to say percentage-wise, King's Gambit, but it is $1.22, so I'll give you another one that's been incredibly well-backed, and it's certainly worthily. That's race four, number one. It's been a big price, $8 into three sixty. Simon. Thanks, Nick. We'll get you back up after this race at Rose Hill and take a look at the movers for both Mooney Valley and the Sunshine Coast. Lovely. Thanks, Simon. Greg Radley on Central having a chat to Mark Quinn here, the trainer of a girl's best friend. He's uh, down the coast today with uh, a girl's best friend, Luke Rolls, maintained his association. He was on uh, of course at Coffs Harbour and then Jenny went on at Musselbrook. You've got this three-year-old filly going really well. Yeah, Greg, she's um, ticking every box at the moment, going through her grades. This is obviously a, her a litmus test um, but we think we have aspirations to go to Tunkari for the country championship tomorrow fortnight so we feel we better um, come down and this will show us where we stand. She's got a great finish. She has. She's um, got a really good turn of foot. Um, doesn't really show it at home because we don't really ask her to but um, um, it doesn't surprise us because we've always liked her and um, she's a really nice filly. And that's like what you'd like to see today, settling and then getting home. Absolutely. And look, if she wins, she wins. That's great. If she just hits the line hard in this grade, we know we're cooking. OK, good luck. Thank you. There's uh, Mark Quinn. OK, Danielle with the uh, the favourite, King of Spades, and a, uh, one at longer odds they've backed. But let's start with the favourite, who's uh, really entrenched in highway grade now. Yeah, he is. He's been ultra consistent. Um, you know, he couldn't have lost any believers last start. Um, had to work to the front, probably not where he's suited. Uh, softened up the whole run, and, and Dylan's feedback was, you know, enormous to finish 0.7 off them. So... Uh, He's come through it really well. He's, he's really believing in himself and he should have quit himself well. And you're putting a lot of faith in your apprentice who's with you now, Hannah? Yeah, she is. She's on loan to me at the moment and, and riding in superb order. Um, she deserves her shot today and he's a good apprentice's horse. Um, makes his own luck up there near the speed and, um, you know, he'll give his all. She'll handle the pressure out there? Yeah, she's got a very, very level head on her and um, have every confidence in her. Can Amaranth cause an upset? <laughs> yeah, she uh, she's a lovely mare. Her, her runs have been super. She's obviously going to need a little bit of luck from the gate. She she always gets back, just got to keep her where she's comfortable. Um, but has a terrific turn of foot if there's enough pressure up front. And uh, I think that she's one that will certainly stand up to highway grade. Good luck. Thank you. There's Daniel side with Amaranth and also the favourite King of Spades. All right, Corey, who did you settle on? Yeah, I really like number four, King of Spades as well. I think it's a great opportunity for Hannah Williams to come to town, claiming three. She rides really, really well. This horse has had two runs back this time in. It's run terrific both times. It maps well. It'll get the right run. Uh, just needs a little bit of luck getting out in the straight. And I think it'll eat the line well. I'm with him as well. I'm 4, 7, 19 and 14. Um, he's very solid in the market now. Tab have him, what, $4.20 now. He was uh, $4.60. 
it's uh, 80 at the preview time and he stayed rock solid uh, all the way. Just gets too many ticks for my eye. I think the big danger, I've got to promote him up the list here, is Ola Kalatu. Uh, he, he just, I thought he looked fantastic in the yard. Really, really nice horse. A horse with upside to come, I'd suggest. Eastern Glow needs luck, but got all, as much talent as anything in this race. And I'll show in the impressive a girl's best friend facing her stiffest test today. But uh, I like four, four on top from seven, 19 and 14. A good three in a row off big wins up north. So Gallo about to move in with the girl's best friend. And uh, Smilisha is the other to move in. And Zagala now is the last. Zagala debuting conservatively. Tim Clark rides Lord DeSanimo. And the light is on and we're ready to go for the first on Expressway Stakes Day at Rose Hill in a very warm afternoon. Soft five to start the day. Ready to go. And they're racing. Epic Ranger a little bit slow out and Eastern Glow taken back from the wide draw. The favourite King of Spades won the start. King of Spades landed about a half length in front. How's it Kev is right up pushing underneath and Olakawatu rips up into third position followed by Lord DeSanimo on the inside of Master Awards. Smilicious going forward out wide. Looks like Dan's a Delcopter check. Then Epic Ranger the fence followed by Amaranth joustings off the course there on the white cap being taken back with no chance to get in. Eastern Glow and a girl's best friend is pushing through the middle. Sagalo being snagged back to sit on the outside of behind the storm. So they find their positions and King of Spades the favourite leads here from Smilisha followed by Olakawadu third with cover. On the outside of House at Kev then came Master Awards. Danza Della's taking off around the field going up into a very forward position now. They're followed in the second half of the field by Epic Ranger at this point from Amaranth under the pump. Further back to Eastern Glow, a girl's best friend pulling to the outside jousting as they come up to the home turn. King of Spades in front from Smilisha. Danzadell's worked in the run. Olikowato's pulling out. Master Awards pulling out out wide. How's it Kev going back towards the inside. King of Spades at the 300. King of Spades still the leader from Master Awards getting past Olikowato. Uh, they're followed further back by Eastern Glow bursting into the clear with a good run. King of Spades in front. Eastern Glow. Master Awards. A girl's best friend ripping home. King of Spades trying to cling on. Eastern Glow dived Oh, might have got it. Eastern Glow dived at King of Spades right on the wire. And it's a bob of the heads. Real bob of the heads here. I think Master Awards has finished in third. Uh, or, or a girl's best friend. Then came Amaranth closing off. Followed by Epic Ranger. How's it, Kev's Militia. Olikowadu dropped off. So did Dan Zadel, Lord DeSanimo. Photo finish here. Photo finish. Now let's have a look at the replay to see how this has played out. Eastern Glow making the last lunge there at King of Spades. Now waiting to see a replay which is of all importance here. King of Spades was trying to cling on and Eastern Glow has made the last dive on the outside. But the... Oh... The inside's favourite on the shot we're looking at. I'd like to see the truer shot. Oh, oh, this is so close. I think it's closer than the other shot we were just looking at, which was the ground, ground level shot. Very, very close here. King of Spades had the advantage that he dropped his head down again on the line and then the head 
of um, Eastern Glow was sort of on the rise, which has put the heads out of sync and has kept the favourite right in this. Still no result at Rose Hill. A gripping photo. Looks like Master Awards will finish in the third. King of Spades, Hannah Williams. What a big moment if Hannah can get the result here for Danielle Sieber. Or Eastern Glow, number 19, Tyler Schiller, Keith Dryden. Now we're about to get the result. It looks as though there might be a pixel in it for Eastern Glow. No number on the board. We've just seen the photo finish go up on screen. And of what I've seen, it favours the 19. And there we go. Number 19. Eastern Glow has won it by half a nose. From King of Spades, number 12. Master of Awards has finished third. A girl's best friend has finished in fourth. A nose by a length of margins. Numbers 19, 4, 12 and 14. Time for the race is 1.31.81. What a way to start the day. Very exciting finish. So 19 Eastern Globe paid $6.50 and $2.40. Four King of Spades at $1.90. 12 Master of Rewards, $4.20 and $14.4. Quinella was $15, exact at $28.10. Trifecta, $333. First for $1,984. The Canterbury Stakes for the Colts up next, race number two. And it's King's Gambit, the opening favourite at $1.22. Now let's take a look at the tab movers for Mooney Valley with Nicole Thomas uh, and Nick. The first on a soft five at the Valley is just seven minutes away. Yes, yeah, some interesting moves in this race. Sulan Nuage, number seven, has come in. It's $4.80 in from five fifty. so good recent support for it as well. Uh, Never Again, number six, has come in. I've noticed some good supported odds. It's into $13 now. We've had a much bigger price, about $17. And the other one is C. Marie. It's been met with support all the way through. But I think Sulan Nuage is the best of them, number seven. So number seven, the move there in race one, over to race number two, which is over the Mooney Valley 2040. A bit of a standout here, a liberated girl. This has been heavily backed, Simon. Number 18, it's been $7, backed and all the way into $3.90. So clearly going to be the tab mover. Outside of that, I did notice a little bit of support come for hard squeeze as well. Number 13, 10 into 8.50. But really, liberated girl, heavily tried, number 18. 18, the mover there, race two over to the third event. It's a Phillies and Mares benchmark 70 over the mile. Yeah, this is an interesting betting race. Keep an eye on this one. There aren't too many moves to report at the moment. A little bit of support for No Secret, number eight. Uh, Tubby Two Tracks, uh, it's a $7 chance. There's money for it as well. And the one that's come in today, Bally Nora, number four, six into 5.50. So I'm, I'm still going to go No Secret. It's just come in 7.50 into that 6.50 quote. So number eight, our market mover. Race three, number eight, over to race four. This one's for three-year-olds over a thousand metres. Oh, interesting. There's only four runners in this field, but Bistro is the one today, number three. It's just moved inwards, 215 to 240. Whereas on the other hand, Command Approved has moved out to 260 from 250. So Bistro is the one out of the two favourites. And I will mention one clarity, number six. It's coming from $14 into $7 in this market. So that's a decent move for clarity. But with that move for Bistro, I'm putting number three as our market mover. Race four, number three, over to race five, the Chandler McLeod benchmark 70 over 1,000 metres. 
papers. Jean Valjean, number seven. This is well backed. Four dollars into two dollars fifty. So punters really like the favourite here in race five. Uh, outside of the favourite, Stay in Touch has had some support as well. Number four, ten dollars into seven fifty. But really, it's all about Jean Valjean, number seven. Two dollars fifty there. Race five, number seven to race six. The first leg of the quaddy is a Phillies and Mares benchmark seventy over twelve hundred. Well, Luna Cat number six is our favourite. There's been a tiny bit of support for it, three twenty to three ten. But Little Miss Kuby, I think this has been the most popular runner, number ten, seven dollars into four dollars eighty. So I'll put it on top, number ten, Little Miss Kuby, Simon. Little Miss Kuby, there, number ten in race six, over to race seven.